everybody, and welcome to I Sell Comics, the yearly comics report <laughs> with Mike and Ming. My name is Ming Chen. I am Mike Zapsick, and, and we uh, have a very special guest. Crossover alert, In everybody. Clark, crossover alert. Yes. What's up, my friend? Welcome back. Thanks Sal Crivelli. What up? Comic Pop. Uh, what else do you want to promote? That's it, man. I mean, well, you know, if we're talking all, uh, podcasts, uh, yep. I, I run yeah. a podcast called The Elseworlds Exchange. Oh, Beautiful. Nice. Love The Elseworlds Exchange. Thank you very much. And that's um, one of the things that we're going to be talking about oh, tonight. Sweet. The geekiness in this room. It's oh, my palpable. God. If, if we could transform that into testosterone, holy crap, yeah, this would yeah, be like we, we'd be a playgirl spread. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. From the 70s. There's yes. less testosterone than Brian Johnson in this room. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he had, well, he had a problem. It's okay. He's got, he, he had got a problem. He had a problem. He is on pills. He had, he had, he was getting injections. He's fine now. He's oh, good. fine now. He's fantastic, actually. I saw him yesterday. He looks amazing. Really? Yeah, he keeps, he keeps telling me, he's like, oh, man, I'm getting fat. I'm like, Gee, no, man, you he were, dropped weight. He dropped a shit ton. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, um, it's, yeah, it was, he looks so, fantastic. He yeah. dropped so much that people thought he was, he had yeah. cancer. He was, yeah. They thought he had cancer. That's like such a nice and also horrible Compliment. It's yeah, like, sure. Hey, man, are you are you okay? No, nah, I just got I just got strong. Yeah, yeah. what what is it like? Is it, is it type? What type is Seriously, it? Seriously, no, no, no. You got the AIDS? No, I just I just hit the gym. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm on like, keto. No. Yeah, I, the AIDS. I'm what the AIDS? Better. You got the HIV. Yeah, We're working out. So Get that yeah, HIV out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, my friend. Thank uh, you for having me. Last had you on oh virtually what, like six months ago or something? I'd say yeah, oh, at least. It was. It was. It was a no, ago. it was March. Was it? Yeah, it was March. There you go. April, May, June. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and almost nine months. Yeah. Wow, right so, in the beginning. Of Jeff, yeah, at the beginning, yeah. on the cusp. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, because we had just shut down, and you're like, let's get everybody. Yeah, let's do everything. Because that was me too. Yeah, like literally, yeah. like, well, I, I didn't. Uh, we have a studio, but I never, I never ask people to come to it because it's in the like on a compound in the middle of the forest. It's always very intimidating. Nobody wants to go there. That's awesome. It that is, is fantastic. I love it. It's a great place for for laser tag, which we have our own gear. Yeah. And so we just like we just take over the place. Um, but uh, but creators, you know, I'm not going to invite Todd McFarlane to come down to the compound. It would be it's really <laughs> I, uncomfortable. But he draws that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he doesn't want to see that. Is it in the <laughs> is it in the life. swamp? Is it the Legion of Doom? It is like uh, the Legion of Doom. Yeah, because it has a nice. it's it looks like the Hall of Justice, where it's got like that crazy so columns cool. and stuff. Nice. It was built in like the. Well, you, I don't want to give away the lo- the secret location of the gun. Well, of course, but, you don't uh, want. But to. it was built like I think in the '80s or something like that. So it has like that real like we're trying to really class up this area kind of, but '80s aesthetic. And uh, yeah, and then they just and then it fell into dis- disrepair and, and uh, <laughs> like Red Dawn. They're like, this is gonna happen when the when the Ruskies yeah. come and the Ruskies, the Ruskies. Yeah. yeah. So wait, are, <laughs> you, are you guys squatting? Did you just discover? No, like, no, 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 no one wants to say that would be awesome. It's, yeah. No, it's dope. I was we were we we were in a position where uh, we we used to shoot all of our shows in. Uh, well, we used to shoot it in a comic book store, but when we wanted to actually like to take agency over our own show, we uh, we used to shoot in my living room, and it took about like twenty minutes to set everything up because it was mm-hmm. always just shooting in front of my TV. Yeah. and I'm like, this is a pain. And I'm making enough where I might be able to justify paying rent for a space sure. to have it just dedicated like up. And uh, I did a lot of research and there was, and I, cause the other thing was I didn't want to drive like 25, 30, 45 minutes away. I just, no. I wanted it to be around the corner. And I was like, I live in like converted farmland area. There should be some, someone's got to have like a, a heated barn or something. That'd be nice too. Yeah. And I found this location that is just, it was so ideal. It was 
almost too good to be true. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was a whole office compound that has other businesses in it, so oh, they okay, can vouch cool. for it. Right. And they had and I they they had multiple different like locations. I could we could have had our own. There was an airplane hangar that was up for grabs. Oh, wow. I I was like that yeah. is it was about th- like five thousand square feet. Sure. I'm like I don't need that much room no, but for you our can, little. You can fill it. Oh, oh it's easy to fill. We have we right now we have about like a thousand square feet. That's a and, lot. Uh, we fill it like it's it's filled with toys and stuff. It's it's I and I want it to look like I want it to look like how I imagined and it took forever, but I finally this is another tangent, but like I I, I wanted it to look like what I imagined Wizard Magazine looked like in its head. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, like it's this place look- of creativity and also all this fun stuff. Yeah, I remember seeing all like, man, they got all this for free. Like, what a great yeah. what a great gig, and they write about it. Right, like, people buy. This magazine, this print edition magazine, yeah, comes with a month, once a month at every comic book shop. Yeah, well, this looks awesome. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think a lot of that, a lot of that rubbed off. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, the, the <laughs> yeah. culture of wizard were rubbed off of a lot of us, especially if we had no one else when we were growing up to talk to about comics. Right. Oh, oh, Garib Shamus, you're my only friend. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and and then we find out he really isn't. No, so, he's not he, my friend. He, <laughs> he no was never friend. your friend. No, but uh, but he did put together a hell of a magazine. That's true. He did that. I always wanted. To, to get the the Rick Jones compound in you know uh, Maestro's yes. time, yes, the, um, make it look like uh, Maestro's stronghold, that, yeah, uh, with like with the throne and all the all the trophies, yeah, the I Wolverine's so... skeleton yes. in the background, Thor's yeah, helmet, all that stuff. I I they don't make enough of the props. You know, no. you guys are like the keepers of the props. I'm seeing Negan's bat. I got lightsabers and katanas and the the red book and everything. I want that. But there's not enough. Like I wanted, like originally when I was setting up my studio space, I'm like, I want to have like, like a like a wall of weapons, like Superman's, mm-hmm. like Alan Moore, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, right. like trophy room, yeah, with like Doomsday weapons. They don't make enough replicas of Doomsday weapons. South, you got a new purpose in life. Now I do. You got to start making the are Doomsday. Are you sure yeah. about that? Because there are some extremely talented people out there the- making. Anything tell you and something. everything. I don't ultimate nullifier. I, I've seen the ultimate nullifier, but I can't <clears throat> buy it. Someone has it. Like they made it themselves. Then guess what? You have to start making things. Yeah, t- Metallurgy. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can it's, barely do more than two podcasts a week. <laughs> it's bad. I was at Dragon Con a couple years ago. My friend whipped out. Um, it was a replica pay, uh, Captain Marvel pager. I'm like, dude, where'd you get that? He's like, I don't know. Some dude 3D printed it, and yeah, you know, it looked. It was hand painted. Sure. Pretty crude. And I'm like, Shirley's. There's got to be an official one out there. So right. I looked, and there wasn't. And then, I, then come once later, so I forgot about come once later. I looked. I guess Hot Toys makes one. Ah. But. It's only available in Hong Kong for some reason. Um, Cuz so, they don't want to they don't want to let it loose here in yeah. the United States. Well, you guys have the Spengler blaster, right? We from, do. From the upcoming Ghostbusters movie that we, we should have already seen in July. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you so, guys haven't seen that, right? You guys yeah, don't have no. that much access. Okay. Yeah. So no. I want to know if it's good cuz I re- I've been I've been hoping for Ghostbusters it's 3 since 1991. Got to so. be. I've been hoping for Ghostbusters 3 since 1984. Since yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, but long story short, that pager, it's on its way from Hong Kong Oh, right no way, now. so you yeah. got it. I got it, yeah. <laughs> I got it. That's I dope. I don't even know if it's going to show up, though. I bought sure. it on a shady site. Right. Yeah, you bought it on Hong Kong. Kong. You're just like, well, there goes my money. Yeah, I was Good like, luck. Pay- PayPal? Yeah, I guess. It's in God's know, hands now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sure enough. Yeah, but I do want that. Like, you guys, uh, didn't you guys used to have Candor? Uh, we still have we have candor is a small room. Yeah, yeah, but I want like a can like where you know it looks like Wonder Woman's gemsmiths made. Yeah. It, yes, you know we could not get rid of one at the stash for <sighs> the longest time, and I'm it like was life size. Um, well, it was yeah, that's life size. Who, who made that? That was DC Direct. Yes, oh, dang. DC Defunct Direct now gone. I know. 
gone. I bought up a bunch of DC Direct statues, by the way, when they announced they were closing. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let me just get this, yep. this, this, mm-hmm. this, this. All right. I, <laughs> I bought, um, when it we closed the West Coast stash, and they bought a bunch of props, yeah. and they had the kryptonite. Oh, from Superman Returns. Yeah, well, no, no, not Superman Returns. They had the comic book kryptonite. Oh. They had all of the kryptonites under little domes. Yes, I've seen those. Destroyed by Sandy. No! And I'm like, yeah. It was in I'm your like, garage? Oh, my God, or wherever yes. it was? Oh. No. Oh. No, $250 down the toilet. That belongs in a museum. It did. <laughs> yeah, it did belong that in a museum. That belongs in the bottom of the ocean. That now, sucks. <laughs> Yes, that sucks. it did. And there's, I get, what's it worth now? Like if you're trying to get on the secondary thousand market? Bucks. Oh, That's like dude. the same as Candor. Candor is a thousand bucks oh, wherever you go. I can't Even a broken one yeah. was $450. Ooh. And then the, the dome is broken and, yeah. you know, most of the stuff inside, someone was yeah, like yeah. flicking it with their fingers. I'm like, mm, <laughs> no. $450 for that, that ain't no. worth it. There was, um, there was a, uh, you guys play the Arkham games back in the day? The, the Arkham, I did, the yeah. Batman games? Asylum, so yeah. great, uh, but like, so maddening is the Riddler and those Riddler trophies. Well, there was this now dead company that made the Riddler trophy. Like it was a full scale yeah, replica, yeah, and it lit up. And um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, the, Benny the Comic Storian, hooked me up uh, with it, and he was like, he got it with a, in conjunction with a number of other things mm-hmm. that are epic and huge and no longer exist. And uh, my proton pack landed on it. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Like a fifty pound, yeah, have a, like a uh-huh. like a weighty. Yeah, no, it proton is. Pack. I, I just I have it. It's like you know, it was a neon sign, so it's like it's it's yeah, like it's broken. Just and I'm like, is there such a thing as a no? No one's gonna fix this. <laughs> a neon guy? Yeah, like a you neon, got a neon guy. guy? Like mm-hmm. the guy from Toy Story with the the yeah the, yes. the, the repair. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the the like Winston Wolf of toy right, repair. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> We did have there. There's a. There's got to be a neon guy out there. Well, I'm, there but he's. You know, what he's going to want to do. He's going to go. Nope. This is done. This is done. But I know what you want. I'll just make you the mm-hmm. Riddler trophy with, with a neon sign. I'm like, no, no, no. I want this fixed. Yeah, not going to happen. Is anybody out there a neon guy? Because yeah, we need one because for in storage for the longest time was the neon comic toast sign from Mallrats. Oh. And it was broken, and I, 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 we probably end up selling it. I imagine maybe it's still yeah. storage. No, Who knows? I don't think mm-hmm. so. But that thing was broken. I'm like, what a... That's yeah, who, a piece. That's history. Right it is there, history. Yeah. And yeah. you know they're just going to be like, well, I can just make it again. Like, I'll just look at pictures from the, from the, from the movie. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 I want we, that one. Yeah, we yeah. had the one, yeah. the screen used one Comic toast. in storage. Is that the name of the store at the mall? Yeah, is that the yeah, idea? Yeah. Okay. That was like for the longest time when he uh, when Brody says uh, he's halfway to buy me toys by now. Yeah. Th- that's a made-up toy store. And for the longest time, I was like, I don't even know. Like, I, I didn't well, know it was a store name. <laughs> it was a made-up toy store name. And then uh, these these fans from in South Bend, Indiana, opened up a, a comic and toy store called Buy Me Toys. That's awesome. It's still there. And it's yeah, I only know that was, that was one of my former hometowns. So. Yeah. And uh, they've invited me to come back. I haven't been able to get back there. Mm. But I was like, I was like, wait. I like the name, like yeah, the, yeah, we yeah we, yeah, we, we, we used we, it, yeah, Mallrats. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's I was dope. Like, uh, I'll have Kevin send you the paper, the cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for Rug Munchers, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that's hey man, <laughs> that's a that's a golden opportunity for the for those carpet enthusiasts. Yes, out there. it's true. I think Kevin would probably claim that one for himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, like the fake. Um, yeah, you didn't make it to the fake movies. The the movies pop up. No, I really should have gone. I was like, it was it was the height of the pandemic. I was like. It's, I really can't justify driving down to Red Bank and yeah, risking it just to get, like, burgers. <laughs> yeah, they kept it pretty safe. Everyone was outside. Oh, I know. And, and, um, like, listen, it was a completely safe operation. Yeah. I don't want to begrudge anybody. No, not at all. It was just like, eh, I'm driving uh, an hour and ten nah, minutes. Uh, maybe next time. Gotcha. There was no next time. It was pretty fantastic it how great. quickly and 
accurately and just how much fun it was. Yeah, it and, looked cool. Um, yeah. The other thing was I wasn't sure if you guys were going to go. So I'm like, yeah. I was working it. Yeah, you know, Mike, I, yeah, but they put Mike behind the uh, not the <laughs> not the not, grill. Not I was doing grill, grilling. Perfectly mm. qualified for that. Like, take, I got him. Take um, one of the movie shirts off the wall and then get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get over there, Zapsic. <laughs> but uh, he's run, you know, uh, shocker, he's running the retail operation yeah. back there. Mm-hmm. So no surprise. Yeah. But I was laughing at him because it was a different system, like iPad, Squares. Like, oh, sure, Square. yeah. And uh, they had to go in and get trained. <laughs> so you know, I'm, like, like, I'm going like, training. And I was like, do you have to wear the fun employee badge, like trainee? I'm like, and, no. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm not wearing it. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, what were you I've pointing got the, at? Uh, James Edelor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so where is my freebie from saying happy birthday to Troy? Because I was supposed to get something for free, but I never did. Mm. What is he talking about? I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about... Um, we. James Edelord, you were unfortunately not picked for anything, you know, for the. Um, what is, is this in reference? Fanboys to? collectibles. Oh, did you say you were sending free stuff? I never to said anything. <laughs> no, no, we said you could win. So you could win. You could win. You could win. Okay. And I never promised so anyone. You went. There's a pub- sale up to. You went 70%. publishers clearinghouse where you may have won a million dollars. <laughs> I think that's win. that's what we said, didn't we? We were telling people, yeah. go well, see you know him. What, you know what, James? Send send me your hedges. We'll send you something. There you it's go. Well, you know be- what, James? Squeaky wheels don't always get the grease. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I don't um, know, James. Send that's in, a little pushy. Send and you're email. saying so that birthday for Troy was BS. No, he legitimately had a birthday. James, it was his birthday. Yeah, that uh, was not was BS. Like back in like September or something. <laughs> James, send an email to info at a shared universe.com. Maybe not we'll gonna, send not, something. Maybe, don't get James. Too it's not going to be that awesome, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I got something for you, dude. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't like people who go on there and like, I want some. Don't, don't can we call you Karen Edelore? Don't you work at a retail establishment? Isn't the customer always right? <laughs> Only if they got I the scratch. I think, you know do, who, do you know who my boss is and what he wrote about the customer always being? In the aforementioned yes. movie, mentioned movie Mallrats. Yes, exactly. I remember. Yes. He's not incorrect. <laughs> mm. And yet he runs a retail center. That's been in business for 23 years. Yeah. Almost yeah. 24. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. I saw the, the whole thing about uh, the stash moving. And, of course, Kev did his own thing. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, it looked like it was going to close forever, which mm-hmm. I'm always... Oh, come on, clickbait. Well, big combine. Yeah, he is the master of clickbait. I got to tell you, though, like in this time, like, you know, I... A lot of shops are shutting down. They are. So I got it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I no. Was like, Dude, that's not cool, though, yeah. man. Like, you know, if, if I don't know, if, if, if like the $10,000 mosaic store in Red Bank closes, big deal. Right. <laughs> if the stash is like, wow. we're closing and moving down and the street. Moving come down on. The street. Yeah. Come on. Oh, come on. You know, Kevin, Kevin gives a lot. Yes. He so the, this is, right. this is going to be what he's doing right now yes. is uh, giving Red Bank a shot in the arm and he's. <laughs> Putting his money where his mouth is. Mm. To say the least, yes. To say the very least about, um, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here is because of the the situation in the comic book world. Yes. Comic retail is, it's insane. Yes. We are, and and please feel free to expand, expound upon what I just said. And correct me because you're the retailer. Like you actually sell comics. I just talk about them. (laughs) You're more than welcome to talk about comics. It's, and Kevin is now the heir apparent. And I I told him this, he's like, I, I just breathe the same air that Stan did. Hmm. And I think that it's good air to breathe. Yeah. It's great air to breathe. But I you said know what, I, we should sell that. We should yeah, sell stand like air, stand air in bottles. People why not buy that? Yeah. Hey, 
They bought his blood. Yeah. Oh my God. That's <laughs> awful. It wasn't in the back of like Warren magazine. It was super gross and oh. ghoulish. Do you still have the we got we each got bottles of cologne one time. I don't know what happened. To I you, still have my Stanley like Stan cologne. cologne. It was Stanley yeah. Cologne. Oh, to Stan. Mm. But um, Kevin is now the heir apparent to Stanley mm. and being the biggest cheerleader for comic books out there. Totally. At least the most visible. Yes. So, for me, this is Kevin, again, putting his money where his mouth is, and he's saying, you know what? I believe in comic books so much that I'm willing to do this. Right. Yeah, because you could have done a number of things in this time to save money, to save space, to save... Sure. Like, like there's no reason outside of having a comic book store and selling comics not to sell... View askew merchandise online. Mm -hmm. and Well, we do that. Oh, but, you do that too. But, but I'm like, move it all online. If we could have moved it all online. Um, and, I mean, our phony baloney jobs would have been safe uh, until people are like, eh, I'm done with comic books completely. Which, yep. listen. I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, we're hoarders. <laughs> we're, <laughs> yeah, we are yeah, low-level yeah, hoarders. Yeah, look yeah. around. Oh, my God, uh, yeah. take a look at, at this place. Right? It's... My place is worse. You guys have cool stuff. I, <laughs> I you know what, Sal? I don't I ever discount your, yourself. I'll tell you something. You, you guys need. I got. I got to figure out what to do with my action figures. That's a big. That's my biggest concern right now. Why are they not hanging from the ceiling? Right. You know, when I was a kid slash twenty five year old, I definitely <laughs> thought about like all these ideas. Like when I first got my car, my first car, I'm like, I'm gonna load the back windshield with He Man action figures. That'll really get the ladies coming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like That's a panty yeah. dropper right there. And then I noticed then I was like, wait no but sun bleach and then I that was what nixed it. Oh, of course. Um, and yeah. saved and saved me uh and got me dates as a result. Yeah thank <laughs> but, God. Uh, but I had all kinds of ideas and well, yeah I'm I'm not gonna hang them from the ceiling like some kind of macabre meat Packing yeah. plans. Why not? That would be <laughs> well, not no, but put him in like diorama esque ah, situations. Yes. See, that's the problem is I need like surfaces and areas for them to be in a diorama. Like, there's just there's no there's not enough floor space for them to be out. There's that's, so many. I have like two tubs of just that loose. Figures. That yeah, is figures. Yeah. that is exactly what paper mache was made for. <laughs> yeah. So you make your own floor space. Yeah, but getting back to. Yes, Everything. Yeah. So Store, yes. We've got uh, Kevin reinvesting in his in the stash. So he believes that comic books are still a viable option for everything. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I threw at you when I asked you down here was imagine this. Mm -hmm. A what if scenario. Ooh, okay. This is <laughs> keep going. Um so we've got massive layoffs at DC Comics. Yes. We've got them cutting their line. Mm -hmm. We've got them ignoring continuity. We've got them just basically saying, screw this noise. Oh, yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily DC's uh, editorial stance. That ain't DC Comics. No. I believe that's coming from way higher above. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And oh, you wouldn't believe it. Like some of the... Some of the noise, some of the chatter from please over at the over on the blue side. Please <laughs> of the tell big us. Two. Uh, internally, it, there's like a mandate: don't call it DC Comics. <laughs> Everything's DC. Just DC, no comics. Just DC, which no is comics. stupid. Right. It's your brand. It's been your brand for eighty. Two years. It's a way to honor your roots. I know. Yeah, these. Well, no, well, the C stands for comics anyway. So you know what? We, we're no. really actually just making it more grammatically comics, correct. Comics, comics. Yeah. yeah. 
Manos, Hands of Fate. You, you, yeah. Mike, was it you who told me the story about how when they did the first Crisis at Infinite Earths, they were thinking about changing the name from DC Comics to Action Comics? No, I never. I don't remember that, hearing like, that. Apparently, that was like part of the that was part of the chatter when they were like, "Oh, we're re, you know we're rebooting, we're setting it up. We should change the name." We'll be AC. Oh man, because uh, <laughs> we're then we'll be ACDC. But like also, you know, because Action Comics was like first, right? And we're embracing like the true roots of Superman. They were like, eh, "It's too much work." <laughs> and yeah, that, and that's when branding first started to happen. Yeah, back in the eighties is when branding became a thing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they'd put at that point 50 years mm-hmm. in into everything so why not just keep it decent yeah just that's, keep it that way that's and that's cool yeah well, now yeah. i mean i mean national periodical started out as national periodicals mm-hmm. and all american comics all american comics there yeah. were there were two separate things mm-hmm. it was wonder woman flash and green lantern if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. and batman superman and um, I think it was Batman, Superman, and Robin. right, and Robin. Yeah, miscellaneous, yes, and and Zatara, <laughs> or sure. yeah. anyone in you know in detective, yes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's, but they merged right. because they were they were two brothers. Mm. I don't know the story about it. I'm pretty sure, but they they also did like a, a what if series in Alter Ego, mm-hmm. like what if they had stayed separate? Oh. And what would we have seen? And you know, yeah. here's what goes on. You know, it's, and it's it's all BS. But sure. it got me to thinking. How about yes. this? Here's here's just the scenario that the I was thinking about. Yep, the plan. What if our friends over at AT and T Global? Mm-hmm. They're not decided. Our <laughs> they're no decided, one's not our friends. Decided Mike. to divest themselves yes. of. DC, right? Sell it, right? Get get rid of it. Or uh, I remember there was there was chatter. I'm not I'm I'm keeping the soundtrack. Don't okay, worry. but there was chatter. I remember a couple of years ago. At this point, maybe one or two years ago, that when AT and T purchased Warner's, mm-hmm. um, the, it be, it got under the radar of the feds, and they were like, maybe we need to break you up." Mm. And part of that was going to be that if the government stepped in and broke up AT&T that Warners would go here, AT&T would go here and DC would go over there. The DC be up for grabs. Ah, that like, and that internally, supposedly reportedly mm, not confirmed. There was talk. There was strategies being built at DC Mm -hmm. internally about how to run DC as an independent comic book publishing company. The Mm -hmm. way Marvel was pre acquisitions. Mm -hmm. Sure. And they're like, because there was a very real possibility that DC was going to be diverged from everything. Right. And they're essentially a lost leader. Yes. And they would have, you know, I mean, the reality is if DC ever got busted up, Amazon, Apple, and the Oh, other, someone and would the, step in. Any, any, and it would be one of the big ones. It right. wouldn't just be, you know, it wouldn't be like Bing would buy it or something. Exactly. But here's, here's well, yeah. my, that's Vonage. My yeah. <laughs> Superman brought to you by a Vonage. Right, yeah. exactly. SG owns DC Comics now. Like. So, but here's what. DMG. Was, here's, here's what I'm thinking. What if Disney came in? Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. they? Right. Right. They would be the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't they? Right. Yeah. Because. I mean, as far as intellectual properties go, mm-hmm. how in the hell can you call that a monopoly? You can't. Well, you could you could you could distinguish it, right? You say you own every superhero. 
And then it's like, well, no, you don't own an Invincible or the no. Valiant Universe. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But yeah. DC and Marvel do co-own the term superhero. Yes, they do. So what they could do is divest themselves of that moniker. Mm. <laughs> or just make it public domain. Well, uh, none of these companies are in the business of divesting themselves of anything. True. So but I can imagine them being like, no, 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 we bought DC and we're going to keep superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. And if anybody gives us a hard time, then we'll, then we'll talk. Okay. But, I mean, you know, in reality, we're not going to give up much. Can you, <laughs> yeah. can you spell it different? Like S-E-W-E-R? Yeah, you can, you can, you can, you could spell it however yeah. you want, buddy. Right, we're still going to crush you under our heel. That's right. But, but the, yeah. That's that was my, my yes. Your pitch was what if what if Disney bought DC? Yeah, and great. Uh, <laughs> and there is a, there 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 are not there are a couple of multiverses that in which that happened because we know for a fact that DC was up for grabs back in the eighties. Mm -hmm. That uh, what was it? Was it the, the Shooter era? Shooter was like offered the opportunity to get DC, and he's like, mm -hmm. if, they, if they want it, forget it. Like if they're. if nobody wants this thing, then why am I going to waste my money doing? Because Warner, yeah, that's when comic books had to stand on their own yes that was the reagan era yeah and i remember when the the prices started to skyrocket mm -hmm. like out of the 65 cent range into like the dollar 25 yeah and it wasn't just because of direct marketing it was because um there was a an arcane series of events that happened where they said that everybody had their own pet publishing company sure like there was Playboy Press, there was Penthouse Press, <laughs> there was Penguin. There yes. were all these little offshoots, mm -hmm. and they they were all losing money, right. but they were able to turn it around because it's very prestigious to have your own publishing company. Number one, mm -hmm. number two, they could write it off. Yes, and they closed that loophole where you couldn't write it off anymore. So, like, I think thirty, and that might not be the exact number, sure. but in the, the area of 30 publishing companies in like the span of a year went down the toilet. <laughs> I'm I, done. I miss a uh, jugs publishing. <laughs> <laughs> or, and that, yeah, cause everyone's proud of that one. Sure. And uh, yeah, barely legal publishing. Yeah, they're gone. Right. They're really... No, no, they folded him into hustler. We're yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Larry, right, right. Larry okay. Flynn's they not got, a moron. They got, acquired, they got acquired. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So hostile takeover. Not that hostile. Brand alignment. But, uh, Yes, exactly. But everybody, and that includes Warner. Yeah. Warner and... Warner Books, yeah. Yeah, Warner Books went down. Mm -hmm. And so comic books had to start making a profit. Yes. And that's when um, the even the mail, the, the USPS got involved in this. Really? Yeah, because they're like media rates, because they would send out comics. Sure. But guess what? The advertisements in there yeah. made them not eligible for media rate anymore oh bam wow so yeah they screwed damn. everybody over damn uh so yeah reaganomics um hurt more than just back to the future so <laughs> so we've got i mean i mean that's that's back in the day sure. but then we also had marvel mm -hmm. which was thrown around oh, like yeah oh it, it was horrible Town bicycle. back it in the every, 90s yeah oh yeah. Just I the mean, worst people, just the, the the with no business acumen, with no plan. Robert, toy companies. Ron, Ron Perlman. Yep, he was married to Ellen Barkin. Was he? He was. Oh. Uh, it was this is not, uh, not not Ron Perlman the uh, not Hellboy Ron Perlman actor. the Hellboy actor <laughs> or Beauty and the Beast actor. No, this was Ron Perlman, very very old scabby man. Mm -hmm. Just I yeah. think he owned L'Oreal. Mm. 
Which is right. really awful for a guy that hideous to own a beauty <laughs> a company. A beauty company, yeah. Nah, you don't nah. want him to see your face. Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, yeah. why don't you use some of your product? <laughs> At least that sugar scrub. Just yeah. get that. No that, way. We test on animals. That's disgusting. <laughs> You're right. Well, they should test on him. Yeah. It's kind of an animal. Right. I, I don't know if he's still alive or not. I don't know. Well. It doesn't matter. He's, allegedly. He's going he's gonna to come after me. <laughs> yeah. So that all happened. So we're in that sort of a situation right now. Yeah, because you know that AT&T... Does not regard DC Comics at all. They don't care. I mean, Disney doesn't either regard Marvel. I mean, like, Disney Disney didn't buy Marvel Comics to get into the publishing industry. No. Because if they did, Star Wars comics would be published just by by Marvel, but they're not. They're also IDW. Uh, you wouldn't have the action adventure Spider-Man book from IDW. You True. Wouldn't have, like, you, they would not have worked with, like, Boom and IDW after the acquisition. They'd be like, well, we have the largest publisher of comics. We're just going to publish all of them under this. True, company. but I think it's more of a money-making venture mm-hmm. that... Why not expand through IDW? Oh, Why not do that's actually a legitimate idea. That's yeah. like a publishing idea. It's not necessarily the strategy that I would I would use, but it it's better than what AT and T has been doing with DC. True, which is and virtually nothing slash everything inappropriately. Right, they're just they're just mucking with it all. You know, the the the, the layoffs are just a, just one tip of the iceberg as far as like indications that things are on fire mm-hmm. and have been for the last year or more, which is insane and it's always been bad like since i got into this business like the business of talking about comics on youtube i've heard internally like you know oh man it's rough working at dc let me tell you and uh and i'm like is it ever comfortable like (laughs) yeah seriously and then i was reading i was in an interview with george perez Mm -hmm. uh from 1991 in which he likened Marvel Comics to a tank you have to get out of the way of and dc comics as a taxi cab with no driver that's about right. And I'm like, that was 1991, and it's still like that. I know, but that's also <laughs> still Paul Levitz. Yeah. Well, I Paul mean, Levitz hasn't been working at DC for like five years or more. I know, but he was there for 20. Right. Well, he was still there, yes. Yeah, he was the reason why it's an out-of-control taxi cab. Yeah, but they should have had somebody. I mean, when once you got rid of the old guard, Julius Schwartz, uh, once Stan actually left, once yes. Jim Shooter left. Yeah. I mean, Shooter may have been a pain in the balls to work for. Right. He may have been a you know, uh, and personally, from what I understand, really nice guy. I, I, yes, I've met him at least twice. He is lovely. He's friendly. He's magnanimous. And I'm sure he was also like a tyrant and so maddening to work for if you're a creative. But trains ran on time. Let me tell you something. Train, oh, my Your God. Your favorite shit from Marvel was during that era. Damn like, straight. All the things you like about Marvel are because Shooter was working there. And he made sure that everything made uh, was on time. We came out like not just on time, but it's also but it like, also the continuity made sense. Well, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's important yeah. in something like this, yeah, where it's a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't think he went to to you know business school. No, bi-weekly. I was oh, gonna, the bi-weekly. Yeah. I was like, I no, he didn't. Bi-weekly. <laughs> he didn't go to business school. Well, he started he, working at Marvel what, like 13? Uh, he was DC. He was writing for, DC, right. at for DC, thir- DC at 13. At 13. Created some of the Legion of Superheroes' yes, he best uh, storylines. Right. And created a, sh- a shit ton of characters for them to, to have in their, their plan, in their, their sandbox. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, he made DC mega money yeah. just from... Naming someone Karate Kid. Right. So <laughs> that was a happy accident. I, I know. It's right? great, right? Yeah. That's a Ghostbuster situation. It's yes. like, I want that. I'll pay anything. I'll pay anything to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I yeah, of course, you've watched the uh, the movies that made us. Of course. And 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are those are fun. I I like those documentaries, the toys that made us, the movies that made us. I wish they were better. You know what I mean? Like, I wish they were made a little less like like a joke. Yeah, you know, like where tongue in cheek. It's uh, very tongue. It's almost a little too tongue in cheek. Like, if I want to watch, like, I'd like to see a, a Die Hard documentary, like a straight up, like real, sure, you know, like Die Hard documentary. I would. I'll raise your Die Hard to Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, well, but I have that Inside Editions book, that like mm-hmm. that beautiful edition. I don't know if you have it, but it's like it's so great. And I don't mean to shill for Inside Editions, but they make some good stuff. But they have this Ghostbusters book, and like it's got like old notes, and it's got yeah. like trans like transparent paper. And it's stuff. over in my uh, yeah, library, it's, but it's there. like yeah. a little documentary. Yeah. It, but yeah, there needs to be like a straight up. But there are a couple, but like they're they're more like promo pieces. They're sure. not like a like a you know nitty gritty in depth in depth like hands in the dirt. Old documentary. Well, if you like that, you should read Caddyshack, a uh, Hollywood mm. Cinderella story. Great book. Yeah, um, I would love to read that. Um, I'll see if I can dig my I'll, copy. I'll, up. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. But, but uh, back to the idea, the what if? Yeah, because what we were, what you're essentially positing is that like DC is already up in the air anyway. So yeah, there's no there's no reason for Disney not to snatch it up. Let's devil's advocate it in a way where DC or Disney would do it because right now Disney is. Disney is in a position where they could buy a small country. Sure. But right like this was a bad year for them in two decades of great years. So And it wasn't even that bad a year. That bad. I mean in the in the grand scheme of things, right. there are you've got your um it, let's put it in Christmas terms sure. since we're so close to the holidays. Why not? Um it's it's a wonderful life, you know, the two men standing in Bedford Falls <laughs> are Mr. Potter mm-hmm. and and George Bailey. Yep. So Disney wasn't George Bailey. No. <laughs> Disney was Mr. Potter. He may not have made as much money mm-hmm. this year as he did. Yes. On the backs of the the garlic eaters, you know. But <laughs> but uh, I mean, they're they're not. They're still in a position to. They're in to a position of power. Companies. They're yeah. they're huge. They're one of the people who are making a profit. Yes. Yes. So. And despite the like the millions of dollars they had lost having like their dual parks closed for so many uh, months, of like, course they were losing money hand over fist, and yet they're still fine. Yeah, like, that's how that's how good they're doing, and could buy DC. Yes, I think that Amazon or Apple would buy DC faster and with more money than Disney. I think Disney would 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 would, would consider an offer, but I think they'd want to wait and see what Amazon and Apple offer. Really? Because I'm thinking to myself. Why not? Right. Why not grab everything? Sure. Why not? Why not in, enjoy, you know, Park yeah. Place and <laughs> yes, and, <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, whatever. And, and, whatever and uh, oh, but Broadway? And the, not and Boardwalk. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Park Place and Boardwalk. Boardwalk. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Uh, why I, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do that? Right. I would think that Disney would rather go. We'll give you three billion for Batman. Really, just go for just Batman. Batman. Because they look at the numbers and go, what what is your number one book every every month for the last twenty five years? Has been Batman, Batman of course. Okay. Uh, how you know when does Superman ever crack the top five best selling books? Uh, when he died? No, possibly. Yes. Right. Like you know that was the last time you put like the 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 one of the highest paid AAA writers of all time, Brian Michael Bendis, on Superman still couldn't crack the top five best selling books of the month. Did you read it? Oh yeah, I read. Yeah, that's well, why. I read I read Man of Steel, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm good. Like I I did not read it. Like I did not read the book month to month. I read Man of Steel and I saw the writing on the wall and I'm like, I ain't going on this ride. I gotcha. And, and but I, I still went on that ride. Sure. And I'm um, we we I mean we we can't sell more than than 
20 copies of yeah. Superman. Yeah. Which is sad. It's sad, and it, but it's, it's, it's unfortunately, I think, like the nature of the character now. I love Superman. I'm a mm-hmm. defender of Superman. The older I get, the more I like Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, Batman kid, Superman man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate the character, but I'm also like a realist in this, in this situation where it's like, it's, it's tough. To, it's tough. It's a tough sell. Of course he is. And uh, and it shouldn't be, you know. Mark Wade would come, would knock the door down, let the Kool Aid Man be like, "I forget it. No, Superman yeah. could sell." Yeah, hold my beer. Yeah, and it's or like, listen, Mark, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> like, please write another birthright. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Paul's gone, so he could do it. I mean, did you see Mark Wade came back? He wrote one little Superman story in that death, in one of the Death Metal tie-ins. Oh, did he? Yeah, no, little little story. It's and it's great, but it's four, you know, three four pages and about hope, you know. So it's like. First Mark Wade Superman story in what a decade more, and it didn't get any hype. No, no hype whatsoever. Well, there's no one who works at DC who could hype it. Exactly. You and, know, well, it's no one contacted us. Nobody works there. Like, <laughs> it's a ghost town at DC. Like nobody called up. Hey, Mike, I want you to to do this thing for you know. Right. Hey, Sal, guess what? Mark oh, Wade's yeah. back. We used to have like we had a very 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 good relationship with DC, and uh, you know when I say that I don't mean like you know they were paying us uh, you know to, to to give them good reviews, mm-hmm. but we had a very like solid working relationship with DC. We did like a liaison, we had a person, uh, you know if we had questions we could have the answered within mm-hmm. the day. Uh, you know we we made exclusive videos for DC. You know DC had like a plan in place mm-hmm. for like a little while. They were like we're going to get in on the digital frontier, mm-hmm. and uh, that didn't work out. And I don't know why it didn't work out, or they just, well, the, the layoffs, they were just like, anything that we deem superfluous is gone. Which is so short-sighted. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just, it, it, for me, it's indicative of DC, right? Yeah. That's, just, that's just what DC does. Now, yeah. Right? DC's just like, I don't know. So Disney comes in, and they're right. like, so we'll, give you, we'll give you $3 billion for Batman. Why not just go... We'll give you three point four billion. We'll give you three point five <laughs> for the rest of for them. Everything. Exactly. Yeah. Because, and there are ways to do this. Marvel is four. Yes. And Disney knows the like how much they're worth now. Yes. And, but they didn't then. And they also didn't have the rights to the Fantastic Four, Spider Man, or the X Men. <laughs> Just the cinematic. That's right. Yeah. 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 So I mean, they paid four. They already have taking, that monopoly. Yeah, I mean, they own, yeah, but they, I mean, they well, but they own Spider-Man in as much as if Sony screwed up, they get him back. You know, like they they True. owned it, but uh, they didn't have the movie rights. Um, but they did get they bought the company wholesale, four mm-hmm. billion dollars. I think today, DC would charge more. You know, they'd be like, "We're worth eight billion. Guess what? No, you're they're not. not. And, but <laughs> all right, then. But they're not even wor- even in your like. Hot smoking dreams, mm-hmm. DC. Yeah, you're worth eight billion dollars. Who are you going to get to to buy that? You think Amazon's going to come yeah. in and say, "I'll give you eight billion, $8 billion dollars for all of them"? No, Amazon would come no. in and go, "I'll give you two billion for Batman," and Disney would be like, mm, three. Yeah. All right. See, <laughs> now here's here's exactly that's because I'll what, give you we'll give you three point five for ever for the rest of them. Yes, yes. three point five for Superman, three point eight for the rest of them. Somebody you know looked I mean? this up. What was Jeff Bezos' divorce settlement? Right? Had to be way, way oh, more than way eight billion. But, so, but yeah. I mean, he was buying her silence for a little while at least. Yeah. Um, so don't I mean, buy her silence. Buy Batman. Yeah. yeah, yeah what are you doing? That. Yeah, buy Batman. I don't want Bezos to own Batman. That's the last person yeah. I want to own any of those characters. I, I, no, actually, I'm thinking. Yeah, Bezos would be horrible for Batman, but uh, Mark Cuban would be horrible for Batman oh, too. So yeah. I don't want him owning Batman. Nope. Nope. I mean, and there's a lot of people I'm sure who would who would watch slash listen to this show who would be like, I don't want Disney to own DC. 
Disney's like a sanitary company that makes it like Disney, DC's the grit. I'm like, yeah, the company of Superman is the place with the grit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The Punisher. You, nothing. Yeah. No, don't worry about that. I mean, that. that being said, you there's I don't think there's any plans in the works for a cinematic Punisher. No, but I mean. You could. Though. John Barenthal you, you, was you so need, great. Do you need one? I Well, I don't want to. Do we need one at this not point? Not anymore. Now that, now that digital streaming TV is the future. Yeah. And it's great. And it's great. Yeah. It's <laughs> freaking great. Uh, now, that that's, now that that's the norm and the future. You could easily you don't you don't need to waste money on a Punisher movie, but like, well, but I've made the, the same. They already did like what three times. Oh, yeah, oh, they uh, did. Well, hang on. Uh, there's Tom Jane. There is. Uh, there Dolph is Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. There was uh, Ray Stevenson, and uh, so yeah, three Punisher, three three Punisher movies. That we was don't on. need no more. Thank yeah, you. We're good. We're good. But uh, but I've always maintained like the the Black Widow movie. Black Widow movie should have cost what six million bucks. Mm-hmm. Right, little little spy movie set in Madripoor. That's your movie, right? Mm-hmm. You put it. You, you throw in Taskmaster. You throw in everybody. Everybody that's spy. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be awesome. He ru- she runs into Wolverine in that one. That's all you do. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's your movie. Six million bucks. You make two hundred million dollars more. You, you don't spend two hundred million dollars on a six million dollar movie. You make six, no. you make pay six million dollars. You make half a billion dollars on a black, on a Black Widow movie. It's so stupid. Just oh, be crazy. But but a Punisher movie. You set it in New York. You set you know, you shoot it in Vancouver <laughs> or on a green screen now. You shoot it on the Mandalorian set now. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, Pinewood and, uh, Studios, man. Yeah, cost you nothing, and uh, and you know, cost you like what four million bucks to make a Punisher movie? It's a dude in a trench coat shooting people. How yeah. much does that cost? It's John Barenthal. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's the most expensive thing—a million bucks. Yeah, you find out like what was it? Uh, Dread, one of the best movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Sixty million dollars, I think. Forty, forty to sixty million dollars. I'm like, where did that money go? It right. was that all they built that high rise. <laughs> it's uh, now in now it's, it's just in Dubai. They, a, just, they you, just turned the camera. Yeah, use the building from the raid for God's sake. Yes. Yeah. That, but like I'll use this was. building for yeah. God's yeah, sake. Use this building. This building decrepit. Yeah. 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 But uh, but Punisher. My point is Punisher shouldn't cost any more than the Dread movie. The no. Dread movie was excellent. But like, you, you know, the risk is. My point is the risk is low for those kind of characters for street level sure. characters. Daredevil movie shouldn't cost more than hundred million dollars. No, Daredevil shouldn't cost more than ten million dollars. Agreed. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. I mean, even Batman. Batman, yeah, right. I mean, like, I remember when Darren Aronofsky was threatening to spend, like, I think it was like $600,000 on a Batman movie, and I'm like, get the hell out of here. No, 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 all right, come on, spend a little bit of money. Make it look a little nice. But, uh, but yeah, Batman, dude in a suit, he's in a city. It's always dark. Yeah. Like, how much did Terminator 1 cost? That's how much uh, it could yeah. Ten million, I right? Believe. Ten million bucks. He had to fight for every penny. Right, he I sure believe, did. I mean, I it's just, it was ten million. And he shot ten most or of that. Six, yeah, yeah. I think it was ten. I think I, it's, yeah, let's say ten. Let's, let's it's a nice that. round number. Uh, we'll, we'll use Birdemic numbers, where it's just all simple, childishly simplistically round numbers. Good man. But uh, yeah, Terminator shoots shoots it all at night, which is more expensive. It's all gritty. It's all in the city. In the city. That's you shoot it like an independent filmmaker. Yeah, that's what you do. Guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah, guerrilla. That's all people want to see anyway. You put James Gunn in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Dude made Super. You mean mm-hmm. you know like you're not doing that because you're expecting him to know how to spend six hundred million dollars. No, you know, you're doing that because you want his vision and his prowess in how to make a little movie for that looks real like a like a hundred million dollars that yeah. costs like forty million dollars. You want his you want his guts. Yeah, his one, you you want him to have the balls to exactly. go and do something. Exactly. Then that's that's what you're. Essentially, paying him to do. That's right. You're paying them to. You're paying him to be him. Yeah. Because that's because of course Hollywood is just like it, you put six hundred million dollars on black. You know, it's just like it's just a roulette table. We <laughs> yeah. don't know because uh, you're literally going like, uh, oh man, you painted that picture really well. I'm betting you could paint that picture again, and make me a billion dollars. It's just it's just betting based yeah. on based on artistic vision, which is like insane. And they're just they're just lying to each other about like the odds. 
you know, with like uh, they're lying to each other about a lot more well, than that's that. True, yeah, especially yeah. the accounting. Oh so. yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, we didn't make a profit. Oh no, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you're not getting paid. Yeah, no, yeah. no royalties for you. We didn't make any money off. Yeah, it. that's weird. But uh, but yeah, um, getting back to DC being acquired by Disney, if that were a thing, um, let's let's throw away all the bullshit and just be like, yeah. D- so Disney came. Disney steps in. Right. Late at night, you know, like Bezos is flirting with the idea. Amazon's or a- Apple's like, yeah, Apple could buy DC. Then you wake up six o'clock in the morning. Disney bought it. It's already been done. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, because they were they were uh, sitting in bed going, you know what? Yeah, we could do a Batman thing. Yeah, Apple TV Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and they're as they're doing that, the guys at Disney go and they acquire. Yep, just get it. They just get it. They're like, all just right. Just buy it. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure out what we do with them later. Yeah, exactly. They're kicking Paul Levitz's door and say, here's your money. Yeah. Backs up the truck, and he's like, I don't own any of this, but I'll take that money right. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're here. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, but uh, but no, the so Disney owns owns DC. Let's now, say what's the question? Do. Now, the question is, how does that work? And how well does that work? Mm. Can they do it? Can they can really they the turn qu- the, the little engine that could? The... Arguably the most powerful comic book company out there. Right. Uh, I mean, let's see. I no, not now, mm-hmm. but potentially at one point they were. They controlled everything. Yes. Yeah. They controlled the publishing mm-hmm. of Marvel. Yeah. So I mean, let's brass tacks. They had the potential. They slipped. Yep. And now they're in the shitter. Yeah. Marvel has uh, what sixty percent of market share. More? Yes. And DC does not have 40. You know? No. <laughs> I think it's 30. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like... is mind-boggling. You talk about the big two. It should be 50-50 yeah. or 40-40, and then everybody else got 20. No. Nope. Nope. Marvel has more than half. DC has less than half. That's outrageous. Especially when Batman always outsells every top Marvel book. Mm-hmm. Unless Tom King's writing it. Yes. And first off... DC let go of all of their name writers. Well, I mean, they still have. I mean, they've got King, they got Snyder, they got Josh Williamson, they got Tom Taylor. Not for long. You think? I think they're on, Snyder's Tom Taylor. You think Snyder's leaving? I think he is. When, I when know he's sh- going to go do. Let when, me ask him. When you see the big hole in the <laughs> boat, no. you jump ship. Yeah, not not when you not when you dug the hole. Oh, all right, all right. good point. Um, I, I I think I think Scott is going to stay. I think he's going to stay for at least another two years. Okay. I don't see... Because the thing is, he can go anytime. The thing is, Scott doesn't have to no. do it. He doesn't have to leave right now. He could leave to, He could leave tomorrow. He could leave two years from now. Because he's still... He's, he's resting on his laurels as far as, like, royalties are concerned, as far as, like, you know, merchandising and, and, and the, the exploitation of the things that he's created over the last okay. ten years. Um, and when he's good and... Re- like Donny Cates. Mm-hmm. Donny Cates at Marvel, same deal, where he's like... I could leave Marvel and go to DC and make a big freaking splash. Mm-hmm. But why? Like, I could go whenever I... Now I can go whenever I want. Now I can write my own ticket, you know? Yeah. But how long is that going to last? Well, that's the thing, is that you got to know when... But but I think Scott could pretty much... Like, if, if, if in five years Scott was like, I'm going to Marvel, people would be still excited. Now, I like Scott. Me too. Great guy. Friendly guy. Very, very nice. Very friendly, very open. Yes, very affable. Lovely um, guy. <laughs> affable. He's... <yeah. laughs> He's like Bat Masterson. He's very affable. <laughs> Comic book um, men alumni. Yes. Friend of the family. Yeah, yes. he is. And he's a comp op. He's a, he's a, he's a comp op member of the yeah, family, too. Yeah. We've, we've had him on the show multiple times. And Fantastic. He's a, yeah. 
He is he is fantastic. Okay, he's a great guy. But what do we do? We're just but, talking about the but is like, he actually handed off Batman to the wrong guy. Well, he didn't pick Tom. I don't know. I don't think. Oh, well, he did. I mean, no, that was DC. That was his. DC. Uh, I think he was grooming James Tinian the yes. fourth. Yeah. Yeah, James is a, is a, is a also a disciple of, of his. Yeah, James is a lovely person. <laughs> just, just dropping names, right? Left yeah, and right. who doesn't love James? Yeah. Uh, JT, as we as we call him in the business. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I take this with a grain of salt, though. Me and Mike were at uh, LA Comic Con, I guess, three years ago, and uh, yeah. I think we were introducing Stan and Todd McFarlane. Yeah, we were, we were moderating a panel. So yeah. you know, we're waiting for someone to get off. So we're talking to Greg Capullo and this other dude, and, mm -hmm. and the other, you know, we're talking to the other dude. Was like, wow, this dude knows a lot about Batman. It was. <laughs> It was Tom King. Tom we had King. no idea. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. But we were like, wow, this guy really knows a lot about Batman. Like, yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. a fan of Batman. He likes this guy. Yeah, I've just, yeah, I, I spent I spent a good, a good two years trashing his Tom, his, his Batman run. <coughs> and I've had him on the channel now twice. Okay. <laughs> and he is like, he's, he, he, what, his, his whole approach is amazing because he's like, oh, no, you don't like my work? Well, how will I ever survive? I know, right? Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. and that's his, that's a very good attitude to have. Where he's like, I don't give a shit. You, yeah, you not Mike, like you it should or not. take that attitude. <laughs> nah. I don't have that. Attitude. I'm like, you yeah. don't like my shit. I'll, yeah, Mike's like, I'll, I'll kill, kill you. you. <laughs> I'll kill you. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll kill your family. Yeah. You're all dead. I'm right. gonna buy plane tickets and go to your house and punch you in the nuts. Right, the fourth Punisher sitting right in front of me. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a real or problem. The with fifth, that I guess, technically. I'm. Yeah. I'm. Wasn't a big fan of him letting. Well. He's not the first person to do this. No. The old bait and switch with Catwoman and oh. Batman. I don't even think that was Tom. I think that was them. I think that was DC. Probably. Because like, if you look at his, uh, at his Batman Catwoman book, mm -hmm. I think that was like, I mean, that was the culmination of his run. That was clearly the last 15 books or right. the 15, 15 issues of his run um, condensed down to 12. But uh, yeah, I, I think the DC fucked up. Well, I think here's. I think here's, they were afraid. They were like, no, don't age him. You gonna marry him? No. But well done, marry him. This is even worse. This is when you make Batman happy, he stops being Batman. Yeah. He'll become Adam West. Well, that's what he said. That's what Tom King said in the, mm -hmm. in the wedding issue, where that's why she leaves him, because yeah. she's like, no, a happy Batman. But I read Batman Universe, and I love that book. He's a happy Batman. There's nothing wrong. Hey, I read All-Star Comics back yeah. in the 70s. Right. He was, I mean, he was a You like the Adam West book. He, was, he didn't seem pretty miserable then. No, he was pretty, <laughs> he was happy as he shit. He was a happening dude, yeah. Yeah. You know what? As long as he's got a, a strong moral compass and he's got his friends around him like Superman to remind him of what yes. justice is, you don't have to have that tortured soul. You you don't. No. No, he if doesn't. That's need... not what makes him Batman. No. No. Well, like, the, Batman is so big that... Too big to fail? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of those things where it's like Batman is so big, he can, he can handle every interpretation. Mm -hmm. Like... You can make Batman a giant lizard. You can make him sad. You can make him a woman. It doesn't matter. Like it, he, every, he, everything fits Batman. Even street luge Batman. What's that? Even talking street luge Batman. Mm. That was one of my favorite iterations of Batman. Was the Brave and the Bold Batman? Yes. Where he was just dorky and Diedrich Bader esque. Right. And yeah, that show indicates. Like, I mean, you're talking about the comics, but like that show is literally like. I'm talking everything. Yeah, Brave and the Bold Batman. That works. Of course it, it does. It was a successful show. People love that show. I love that show. I loved it. He was great. Like, happy Batman, sad Batman, doesn't matter. Batman yeah. fits. It fits all molds. As long yep. as you, his parents were murdered by a thug in an alley, it doesn't matter. That's yeah. all you get. And the bat theme. That's all you need. Yeah, and he he just remembers that, you know, he owes a debt to uh, make sure that nobody else ever felt the way that he felt. Yeah. He could be happy and being like, 
You know what? There's a kid out there who might lose his parents tonight, and I have to be out yep, there. That's for why him. I'm out there. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's all you need. Yeah. It's it's something that I that took me a while because I was like, you know, I was really griping about the Tom King rum where I'm like, you know, his whole thing was, you know, like Batman's my suicide note. I want to die by Batman. And mm-hmm. It's like I'm like that ain't Batman. And then uh, it took me a long time, but it's like, it's, it's, who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at the end of the day, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's, you know. It's an imaginary story, well, aren't they all? Fake character, you know, who cares? Also, like, King is a mortal man who will eventually stop writing Batman. You know, this is, of course, before he was kicked off the book. But, like, he, if he's not writing Batman, you know, if he's writing Batman right now, I'll go read some Batman books I like. And then eventually he'll stop writing it. You yeah, know, he's on to, I mean, you've got... You got JT. On, uh, he was on Detective back then. And JT's on Detective. JT, good old JT. Yeah. JT. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure he really doesn't want to be called. <laughs> JT4. boy, JT. I, I met him for the first time at Baltimore Comic Con. I brought him my Batman TMNT mm-hmm. hardcover to sign. And uh, he told me this little story where he, he wrote his name and then he wrote Kawabatka. And then he was like, when they first announced this book, that was the thing they wrote on it. It was like, in quotes, like, Kawabatka... And he's like, why? He was so upset. Offended. He was was like, this sucks. And it was like, it was some marketing guy who came up with it. And he's like, but he's he's like, people are going to think I thought of that and put it on the cover. So he just writes it in every book of Batman TMNT that he that he that he gets, where he's like, "I'm owning it, Calabatka." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, if he if he had a problem with Calabatka, you know, he doesn't want to be called JT. <laughs> oh, of course, yes. <laughs> but uh, lovely guy. But um, yeah, Batman can support it. James, uh, Tom King. I, I really didn't like his run, but like that doesn't mean I didn't like the man. It doesn't mean that like there wasn't room for his run because there was a lot of people who did like his run. Right, and um, also uh, you had to have loved his vision. Yeah, that was the thing that got me on Batman. Yeah. Well, because I was like, this vision book is is, is next level. His it's and legendary. His, his Mister Miracle. Mister Miracle is unbelievable. Yeah. His Strange Adventures is one of the best books of the year. Yeah, Strange Adventures is unbelievable. It's a Manchurian Candidate and Super sure. It's amazing. Yeah. You if you haven't, if you, if, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't read. Strange Adventures. It's, it's only in issue eight. Listen to him. You have to buy it. It's a it's a tour de force. It's one of those things like uh, with Doc Shaner and uh, mm-hmm. Mitch Garrods. Great stuff. It's a perfect marriage. And I remember my my wife, of course, who was better taste than me. She was she was reading that book when it, you know she's like she was the one who was like Mr. Miracle. I'm like Mr. Miracle. Who gives a crap about what a clown? And uh, she was like, this book is amazing. <laughs> were, you, were you drunk when you said that? No, that's just, how I, that's just how, I sound. That's how ah. I sound when I am an idiot. Okay, <laughs> When I'm dismissive about something that's really stupid, like like sleeping on Mr. Miracle. And uh, she was like, this book's, this book's like Eisner winning. Listening, listen like, to her. I, uh, you're a smart one. Oh, I do. You, actually, you're the one uh, when DC was nice to us. Um, they had offered. They were just rolling out with Young Animal. Oh, that's right, yes. They were just rolling out with Young Animal. They had all these books, Mother Panic and... Uh, a bunch of other books that nobody bought, and uh, and Doom Patrol, and they were like, you can pick anything you want because before that they did the Hanna Barbera shit, yeah, and uh, and they were like, what book would you like? And I'm like, and and we didn't we didn't jump at the we didn't jump at the chance. We were just like, eh, I don't know, whatever, who cares? And we got wake, wacky Raceland, mm-hmm. which was fun, but like canceled with a vengeance. Oh yeah, <laughs> it bought, it sold like nothing, and uh, and like the Flintstones book was the was the sleeper hit of the of, of that initiative, and a couple of other comic YouTubers at the time grabbed. Like they got the exclusivity for Flintstones, and they they ran with it. Scooby Doo as well. Mm-hmm. Scooby Apocalypse, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but when the young animal came, they were like, "Who do you want?" And we're like, "We should jump on it." And we were at the stash, and Tiffany goes like, "What? what I don't know." And I'm, and I'm like, "Mike, what do we get? We these are our options. Like, Doom mm-hmm. Patrol. You got to do Doom Patrol. Oh yeah, got to do Doom Patrol. And we got Doom Patrol. We had the exclusivity on Doom Patrol, and it not only was the best book from mm-hmm. Young Animal, but it also was like worthy a worthy successor of the Morrison run. Yeah. 
Like, who thought that, like, My Chemical Romance is Gerard Way? I mean, like, Umbrella Academy. But, like, it was a great successor. It was a good book. And it, and it brought us uh, Nick Darrington. Nice. Who is unbelievable. Fantastic. Love Nick Darrington. There's a thing on, um, and I, I, I was trying to talk myself into buying it mm-hmm. on eBay. They've got a robot man head oh, that's, like, destroyed. That looks like the cover? No, or- no. It's just, it's a robot man head on a pedestal, mm-hmm. and the brain... Casings cracked oh. and uh, like the ears off, mm-hmm. and it just looks like it's like, like real damaged beyond repair. That's and I'm like, cool. I want that, but there is no way. <laughs> First off, no way. Yeah, that that is I can than, justify. No. It's well, it's like eight hundred dollars. Okay. Like there is no way I can get this. No, and you man, can write it off, but even then, it's not enough. Yeah, no, no, it, <laughs> we can't write that off. No, no, we uh, I I can because everything that gets on the show is a is a, is a business expense. Nice. I did not write a. I I bought an original page from Nick Darrington's uh, and Brent and Bettis's Batman universe. Nice. I had to. I was like, all right. And it was like, th- that was when like nobody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was like 150 bucks. I was like, wow. All right. You got to steal. Grab and here's here's the thing that pisses me off the most uh, about DC. Yeah. They threw all that everything up against the wall. Yeah. Some of it stuck, but they didn't stick with it. Yes. No. Like the the whole Walmart, we got Walmart stuff. Uh, I'm like, I saw. For me, <laughs> yeah, that, that was we, like that went well, didn't it? <laughs> for me, I was like, holy shit, this is it's either going to be huge or it's going to suck. Yeah, the retailers, you you were among them. That, like I remember, just it was like uh, it was it was like Day of the Dead out there. People were just like, yeah, yeah, like, it was it was a feeding like, frenzy. Destroy us, and I'm like, really. They're putting out two books, right. yeah. four books, like and they're twenty and, books, and, and they're anthologies of yeah. nothing, like you know, with with two original stories in them. Yeah, like come on, that's not. Like, good did you put on some like booty sh- pink booty shorts? Go down to Walmart and uh, that's right, that the, like the people of Walmart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you become? A I was, I was one of them people of Walmart. I'm like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. where's where's your comic book section? Oh, books. they didn't know. By the way, I no, assume because they didn't like because DC didn't know, so they couldn't tell people. And when you go to Walmart, they're like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, I assumed they were in the periodical section. You know, where they're over by sold. the pork rinds. Yeah, yeah, no, they're under like cards. They're under Yu-Gi-Oh cards on the way out. <laughs> and uh, did you ever see that video that Jim Lee posted from like Instagram or whatever, where he's like, he's at a Walmart and he's like under a thing, and he grabs like the cut and he's like, look, here are the books, like making fun of how crappy it is. And I'm like, uh, you're part of that I'm initiative, like, dude. Yeah, that's your yeah, fault. That's you, it's not your yeah. fault, but it's you're, you're kind of responsible. That's like crashing a car and being like, what idiot crashed this car? And it's like, like you asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, didn't you green light this? Like, yeah. you signed this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. This, they right? told like, me to. No, and, I, and to, in Jim's defense, he's uh, and isn't he leaving? N- I, not on paper. I have I have been, I've been quietly believing that he's not leaving, but that he's not long for DC for the, in, in the next like year or so. Someone and the this is the chatter going around yeah. that he's leaving to go back to Image. <laughs> so what's he gonna bring? DC owns Wild Stories. Nothing. He's, he's gonna make make a what year is this? Yeah, right. He's gonna go back to Image. What's he gonna make? I have what no idea. What year is this? But is he gonna draw Spawn? That'd be cool. No, I would love to see him. If I were one. if I were Jim Lee, if I wanted to make. What's the number one best-selling comic book of all time? X Men. Yeah, Jim Lee and Chris Chris Claremont's X Men one number one. You want to make this number two best-selling comic of all time? X Men number one. The next <laughs> X Men. The the Hickman event. Yeah. That's coming at this his his X Men Secret that's, Wars book. Jim Lead penciling that shit? It's, it's not a bad idea. No. Right? No. What is it going to take? Uh, he dump truck full of money, which Disney has. Yep. 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 Yeah. Although it's interesting. DC has always paid better. 
Well, true. That, that worked out for them. <laughs> but, true, but they're also cutting their line. Now, oh yeah, so. well, that, well, yeah. This is what this is what that got them right. Mm-hmm. Is is line wide layoffs uh, as far as the eye can see. But uh, but yeah, DC always paid their their creators better. All right. To finish off our yes. what if. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I no, that's okay. No, you kidding. That's it's perfectly fine because this gets us to where we want to be. Yeah. Is what let's do do? let's say that that Disney does buy DC, right. which I would love to see mm. for a couple of reasons. Okay. And they keep them separate. Let's say they keep the. Yeah, you want to. Yeah. Because if, D- if Disney buys DC, I don't think Disney's gonna run DC. Like I don't think Disney would be like, okay, we have. A different publishing company. I think they close DC and fold everything over to Marvel and just publish DC imprint books. Is okay. Where it's like you get it's the same people, same rollout, same like they just go okay. Who you know, all the people at the publishing level of Marvel? Mm-hmm. They're like all the books are canceled. Um, obviously, uh, you know we're gonna roll out the Legends type of printing for our mm-hmm. Aliens books and our uh, Star Wars books. You know the old stuff. Mm-hmm. We're gonna reprint those. Uh, Disney, DC has always had Evergreen available in print books right mm. like and they do that better than marvel like if i want a copy of watchmen v for vendetta friggin anything written by mm. alan moore uh but like killing joke any any evergreen dc book you can get marvel you can't because marvel True. always like pulps their their trades like which they, is insane which is insane and terrible to horrible business practice they're gonna bring that bullshit to dc so that's a bad but uh oh wait ooh, what about this if disney buys dc does watchmen go back to alan moore <laughs> wow! <laughs> right? Maybe that maybe that's one of the biggest holdups. Because because I because here's the thing. Do you remember when? Uh, we, maybe we talked about this. We've talked about everything. But like, there's that moment where um, Casada somehow got a meeting with Moore when he became editor in chief of mm-hmm. Marvel, and he's like, "What do you, what do you, what is it going to take to bring you back to Miracle Man?" And he's like, you need to reprint Miracle Man like this, 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 and this, and have this person's name at this size. And they fucked up, and they didn't print the guy's name on that size. And so he's like, you see, classic Marvel, and he welched on the deal. But he was, but he, but he came to the meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like he wants to be there. I, I, well, I feel like Marvel screws up in such a passive, oops, kind of way. Marvel could go a year without act, without actually. Because they, the whole thing is, if Watchmen's out of print for a year, mm-hmm. it goes back to no, to more. Or at least that's the rumor. If uh, I could see Marvel not printing Watchmen for a year after they acquire DC, or Disney not 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 printing Watchmen for a year after they acquire DC, just because they're stupid, <laughs> just because they yeah. screwed up, and then he gets the full rights to it, and then and then just buries it in his in his, in his magic cave, yeah, because he doesn't want to see it anymore. Uh, that's. I suppose cool, but then his daughter, when he dies, will get the oh she'll and she'll sell oh to, immediately yeah because well, she's a comic book writer in her own right so yeah. she you know I mean like the fact is it's her prerogative yeah. I, I don't blame her for that no maybe she wants to go and do it herself so yeah right yeah but uh, but yeah that was just a tangent um, but yeah if DC but my my thinking is I don't think that they want to I don't think Marvel I don't think Marvel wants to I don't think Disney wants to run one comic book publisher much less two <laughs> I think that they are. They're in it for the long haul for a reason. Hmm. I think they see this as like an IP farm. Yeah. Like just keep making stories. Yeah. Because I mean, look at the Disney Plus lineup. You know, they're not they're not adapting the Korvac saga. You know, they're not uh, they're they're not re- they're not adapting uh, Ultron Unleashed. No, no not they're, yet. They're not adapting Ms. Marvel, Riri mm-hmm. Williams, yep. all the new stuff, mm-hmm. all the stuff that they wouldn't have access to. If they didn't acquire Marvel, right. and they and Marvel wasn't publishing new books, mm-hmm. so it's like 
oh, it turns out that the little engine that could, that we didn't expect to produce anything besides what they produced 70 years ago, can keep making stuff. Yeah. So it, actually, I guess it does make sense to let them keep making books. But you're going to see, because they're going to start to cultivate. Yeah. A Corvax saga here. Oh, yeah. You're going to have them oh, bringing that. They're, they're going to bring Wonder Man into the Avengers universe. Sure. You're going to see, you know. Classic characters. Black exactly. Knight is coming to Eternals. Of so, course. Yeah. So we'll see some stuff. They will have a Hercules. Yeah, eventually. They have to. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's all going to happen. You know, MODOK is a thing. Yeah. Isn't Kevin involved in MODOK? Uh, he was. I think that. Uh, it's it's more Pat Oswald. I know he's uh, like a producer or something. Yeah, and he plays Modoc. And yes, he does. No, that's right. Kev, Kevin was doing um, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah, is that over? That's over. Okay. Yeah, they <laughs> they pulled the plug. Is on that Howard done? The Duck. Yeah. Okay, that's too bad. Uh, and I, Kevin had some amazing ideas for that too. So, but we are getting the Masters Universe. Yes, we are. He's working on that. Yeah. And a couple other things. That yeah, I, that guy, he's got so much going on. Oh, sure. He does. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't keep yeah. track like yeah. what's going to happen, what isn't, and what you can you can talk about. Well, I say we we join forces and try to get Disney to buy. Uh, okay, all right. So you're comics. on board. I, you remember, want, I, I would love to see. I, I remember suggesting this uh, just offhandedly as a joke, like mm -hmm. a year ago, and I got I got grilled by me. Yeah. No, not by you. Oh, of course by, not. You know, oh no, everyone hates that idea. Yeah. <laughs> like if you just ask the masses, they hate that idea. But they they don't only even know reason, why. They yeah, they have no idea why they hate that. Because they've all been separate. That's why. Yes, and guess what? This is. This is a nerd's paradise. Mm -hmm. If this happened, oh sure, because we could see Captain America, you know, in the DC universe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Outside for, of just the one music book. Yeah. yeah, exactly. For a year, they could they could swap over. Exactly. Captain America and Detective Comics. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, Love yeah. that idea. Oh yeah. I um, my ideal world is that no mega conglomerate owns Marvel or DC. Is that Marvel and DC are comic book publishers again? <laughs> like that's what I want. I mean, I know that's a, that's a pipe dream and ain't gonna happen. But like, I liked it when Marvel was just a comic book company and they just made books. And the 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 the, the motivation for finance for financial success was making the best books possible as as and as many of them as possible. And DC is the same thing. I I don't like. I was talking actually when we had King on, he really took me to task on the idea where I was like, Marvel and DC are not competitors. They may see themselves as competitors, but I don't believe they are because they're all in the same boat. Like if Batman fails, Captain America fails, like mm -hmm. everything fails. Like if, if, if one publisher goes down, then the other company that owns the other publisher is not going to publish comics anymore. No. Like they're just going to go, oh, the, the, the winds have changed and the industry's dead. They need each other. Of course. And, uh, and so as a result, like they need to work together. And unfortunately, because they are owned by mega conglomerates. They're less likely to work together. Like AT and T, Warner. Well, as I understand it, the Warner Brothers executives like have a real, like, fundamental, like, personal blood feud problem with the Disney people. I I don't know if that's true or if, or where that comes from. I couldn't care less to be honest, because like when I hear about companies, these faceless, nameless things that exist because people like work for them, have a problem with another company, it makes my eyes glaze over. Because I'm like, well, that sounds like something that anyone with a half a brain could fix. Because right. like, because it's arbitrary. But it's also bureaucratic. Ex and that's the thing. So there's too many working parts. There's too much money. I think that's part of the yeah, and and you are such an idealist. I love <laughs> I that. I am. About I really yourself. am. And I and I would tell me, I, I would call me a cynical like person a lot, but like that's it's because I want a pure product. You want what you want. I do. I do. I want what and I want. I'm, I'm with you. I I wish they still had the paper, uh, the the pocketbooks yeah. that 
you know, for little kids to, to read in school. Yes. Why the hell not? They make the little Marvel books, you know, but mm. they're like... They're not cool. They're not cool. <laughs> they're not cool like those pocketbooks were. Those little ones? Those yeah. Little, like the little, yeah. No, no, not the ones you can get in the gumball machine, but oh, you know, okay. I'm talking about this. No, I had a, we have one that's like a Doctor Strange that's like this. Yeah, that's It's that's like the, the size one. of a wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love that. Nothing would make me happier, but, but. Too much um, money. It's just not possible. It's not possible unless you have a sugar daddy coming in. Yeah. And. Yeah. Where the hell is that guy? Right, you need like a Ted Turner or Jeff Bezos to just be like, I own this company, you do whatever you want. Yeah, like, and just be like, profits be damned, because that'll never happen. Yes, <laughs> you describe, yeah, what I'm describing will never happen. I, it's I wish the, it would. Well, and these mo- the movies just make too much money. There's just, there's just too much money on the table, and they're, they're, they're foregoing money on the table as it is, and they own these companies. Right. So they're not going to let it go. And uh, so, yeah, in a perfect world, like at least... Disney regards Marvel Comics. Right. At least they allow them to be a publisher and they let the people who know how to publish comics keep doing it. Right. As opposed to DC and, and AT&T who are like, we don't think you're doing it right, but we have no good ideas. Mm-hmm. So let's put someone from like the eat sports industry in charge. Of your sure, that'd be great. Right? Well, don't yeah. worry because that's a reality. <laughs> I know. where we are. And it's, it's like, and I like, look, I'm sure he's a lovely person, but like, it, it, and it, like I know I sound like an old fogey when I'm like, you know, but you don't know anything about the industry. Like, you have no idea how to, like, run a comic book publisher. And it's like, no, why don't you get somebody from, like, Simon & Schuster or Penguin mm-hmm. Publisher? Like, why don't you get somebody from a book publisher or, like, a manga publisher to, to help reinvigorate the brand as opposed to, like, someone from eSports or Twitch? And let's not even go where Bill Jemis and Dan oh, DiDio were. Yeah. I, I don't even want to talk about those guys who claim to be mm-hmm. writers and they failed Fucking miserably. Yeah. Oh, you weren't a fan of his uh, of of Dan's um, uh, Metal Men book. It wasn't. Was that the Metal Men or was that the uh, he, those Forever were his People? Characters. That was the Forever People. He might have done the Forever People, but the Metal the Metal Men just ended, and that was the last book that he was writing. Um, uh, no. And <laughs> Bill Jamis. Bill Jamis can't I, write. I just despise that man. Marvel. Marvel. Oh, trouble. God. Oh, he didn't God. write it, but like Marvel. I you know. Well, he took credit for Ultimate did. Spider-Man. Well, you know. He didn't do dick. He didn't do anything. Yeah. No. Ultimate Spider-Man, best Spider-Man stuff ever. Like, yeah. it's, it's a, it, that's an achievement and a triumph. It's yeah. Like the, the fact that you can take the original source material mm-hmm. and improve upon it, I've... Yeah. Uh, hats off to, to Bendis. To I Bendis mean, and, and Bagley. Yeah. It drives me nuts whenever I see, uh, like, whenever I see Amazing Spider-Man and I see a lesser writer on, or uh, artist on it. You know, somebody who's like, somebody who's, who's getting their te- getting their feet wet, they're cutting their teeth, they're getting, they're, you know. But it's the flagship title. But it's the flagship title. Yeah. And it's like, if you're hurting for somebody who can produce on a monthly basis, just call Mark Bagley and put him on the book until mm-hmm. you get somebody else. Yeah, well, I mean. That's and they what did. It. Like, he's doing, he Bar- Bagley did the last two issues of, of Amazing. And I'm like, and it's so great. And I, yeah. I love, and I'm like, why isn't he just doing the book? <laughs> just yeah. put Bagley on the book but, until you find somebody better. That's perfect. You know, well, they got Gleason too, but Gleason's only doing those amazing covers. True, but they're calling him the um, the rising star, and he's been around. Yeah, for what are you talking almost about? Twenty years, he like forty something. Like, yeah, he, he's, he's not new. No, I mean he's great, and he's like new to Spider Man, but like yeah, but he was doing he's uh, Batman for like how many issues? Oh like, my God, yes, and please. he did he did Batman and the Outsiders. Yeah. He did a whole bunch. Yeah, of no, stuff. Gleason ain't new. So no. you know. But, yeah. but he's he's new to you, right? So. He's new to the character. Mm. Uh, awesome. Yeah, great. But uh, but yeah, I but as far as DC, DC being owned by Disney, I mean, like that's probably the best case scenario we're yeah. gonna get, right? Because 
if Apple owned it, they don't know what they're doing. They would put it all on their stupid phone. Like, yeah. you know, if you if you if you're worried about digital comics and them like, you know, because DC is clearly pushing digital I'm in a man. big way, and like, they're gonna lose so much money because oh, yeah. how much is digital sales over physical sales? It's it's, it's not like, it's like not one blip. to one. Yeah, no. it's like one to to ten. Yeah, it's a blip. Yeah, it's not. It's it's surprising too because I. Ex- I, number one, I never expected the numbers to come out mm-hmm. because digital. That's one of the big problems with uh, with streaming now is like we'll never know. You know, it used to be you could look at like any box office mm-hmm. and be like, well, this is how much they made, this is how much they spent. Obviously, this is what what happened. Now, because it's everything's internal, everything's like closed end to end, like an Apple computer. You're like, you will never know why the show failed, why the show didn't get great, like, where the shows mm-hmm. are coming from. You, you've no way they, they get to keep it all to themselves. But they released the numbers, and it was like digital sales for for comics were no. Unex- irresponsibly low. Like I was like yeah. I was I was blown away by how low that was. I am not surprised because people want to. They want to own it. They want to own it. Yeah. They want to have it in their hands. Yeah. And here's a really weird. This is getting me getting off on. Sure. A tangent, yeah. No. Please. But, please. Um, we're streaming. Comic Book Man is streaming on uh, Amazon Prime. Yes. I have no idea how well it's doing. Yeah, I don't either. Because no one will tell us. No. And guess what? I've had more people come in and they're like, we discovered you during the pandemic. Yes, and I'm like, yes, of course you did, because there's nothing. You ran through everything you had yep. and you finally got to us. Huh? And they're yeah. like, we and where's the show? Where's the next season? Yeah. Like, when's the next season? And my fiance, my son, my daughter, my my father. Yeah. And I have watched it multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that is awesome. Thank you so much. They're like. When are they bringing it back? Right. And I'm like, <laughs> not up to me. Yeah, and but so. that's actually interesting. I, I didn't think about that because yeah. yeah, they don't need you don't need to worry about like AMC and what their what their bottom line is. If the show is successful, the, the and the that's the sad part is like the only way you'll know that it, that that the show is doing well is when Amazon calls you up and says, well. Yeah, hey, let's do another season. Let's do, yeah, let's get them four in a can, and you got a hundred. But and like, like that's what's so frustrating is like if you knew how the like. When we make shows on, mm-hmm. the, on the internet, we know our numbers. So, like, and you can see them. Like, you know if the show is successful or not. Right. So, you know, everyone can decide. Uh, when it comes to this show, like, if you knew how well Am- uh, CBM was doing on Amazon, you could go to Amazon and say, like, look, look at these numbers. We're doing great. Like, we yeah. ha- And we have, we have the resources, the time, and the talent ready to go. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, making the burden of responsibility all on Amazon, because right. Amazon has to then go. Show's doing well. We'll have to call someone. I don't know who's in charge of that show. Yeah. You know, like who would they call? Kev, I guess. Amazon, give uh, give Kevin Smith a call. Give He'll, Kevin Smith a call. Yeah, right. Because does he own the show? I don't know. Uh, I think he has the library. It's only like created it. You know, yes. Like, so I'm I'm pretty sure that AMC released it to him. Oh, so that's nice. Um, or at least they gave him his the back catalog. Mm-hmm. I I'm not sure how those numbers I mean, went. The reality is, if the, if 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 it was like owned, let's say by like some mm-hmm. other company, some other studio that Amazon has no control over, you could just do like comic book dudes and just like yeah. do a new show. Comic book bros. <laughs> That's oh god. That's mm. yeah, man. And that's the golden age of streaming, man. Like that's right. We're, I'm talking to an actual like TV star who who was uh, made a show. You could comic book men could very easily become a brand. 
Oh, very, very much like, so. Like the Food Network. You know, like you got like Guy's Grocery Games, Guy, Driners, Divers, and Dives. Like all those shows are Ming's Grocery book. Games, yeah. Ming's Grocery Games, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could do like comic book themed shows like that. Like Diners, Drivers, and Dives as a comic book store show where like you, Ming, and Walt, or you, Ming, and Bry go to different comic book stores and just like, you know, show the store, but like razzle the guy. Like that's mm. the show. It, yeah. And it, it, you know, it, you, you get a free vacation out of it. You visit like what? Four stores across, like you know, East Coast, West Coast, yeah. South. Boom, you're done. International, you know. That'd be great. And then you're done. And then, and that's like that's like four seasons. I mean, look, did you see? Uh, James May has like a nice, tidy career doing like eight episodes of him just going places and doing random shit. How awesome is that? That's the show. That's yeah. the show. Just comic men do this, that, and the other thing. Comic men go to the go to watch a taping of uh, the new Star Girl show. You know, yeah, like, that'd be great. That's a show. That's a whole season. That's an eight episode season. That's only this you man know. has great ideas. I do, I do. You should have heard, man. I had uh, I had Jim's on the other day and who's a really nice guy and uh, you know you see his name everywhere mm -hmm. um, and he made fun of me so hard for my predator pitch that <laughs> I have these pre I'm like I, you know because Marvel of course has the alien predator licenses and I saw that they have uh, Greg Land drawing the uh, the cover for the Legends <laughs> book and they have uh, Salvador LaRocca drawing the alien book and uh, at first I was like ooh Philip Kennedy Johnson's doing alien and then I was like wait a minute didn't he do The Last God oh no it's going to be like Prometheus all over again, isn't it? And? And and Alien Covenant, which is the last that's thing. That's true. Oh, my which God. Which is the last thing I want to see. Like, I want to see Alien in space with Ripley and, like, you know, power loaders and ships, the Sulaco, the Nostromo. I want to see, like, space horror nihilistic fantasy. Like, yeah, you want to you want to see, yeah, the, the haunted house in space, and you also want to see the like uh, kick-ass. You want to see the, the colonial marines coming yep. in and kicking ass, and you don't want to see... Um, where God came from, Who like cares? what the engineers are, how the xenomorph was created. I don't care about David. I don't care about any of that. It's not, no one cares. None of that is interesting to me. And it, and it only cheapens and ruins the Alien franchise. But Philip Kennedy Johnson being an alien, I'm like, oh, no. Didn't we all feel the same way about Origin, though? Paul Jenkins, didn't that one, like, drove Oh, Wolverine of... Origin? Yeah. I liked Wolverine Origin. Did you? I mean, it's a pretty book. You know, you put a Kubert on a book. You're... Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that it ain't pretty, but I'm. But also, it was one of those things where I, I remember Casada's reasoning, where he was like, "If we don't do it, those movie people are going to do it, and we should do it first. Like we should have." Well, they did it anyway. Yeah, but it's more or less the comic. Like they had to use the comic as a template. I mean, they made up their own thing with like the with the adamantium and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, but. Uh, I, I don't know. It it was hastily put together, and uh, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I, I don't have any real fundamental problem with a, with Wolverine origin as much as the next person, uh, and I don't think it really undoes anything for, like, that, and that's the thing. For me, like, a retcon, if, if you can ignore it, it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. That, you know what? That's fair enough. Right? Like, if it doesn't uh, I, disrupt I, what you did. I personally didn't like it because I thought that it was just... It was just exploitative and kind of like... Well, yeah. unnecessary. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Well, any prequel is unnecessary. Like, the story is the story that you read. But there any, are some prequels that are, that, are, that are so great. I agree with that. Clone Wars was great. Oh, no, I don't know. You don't like... <laughs> are you, you talking about the like show or... The show. I don't watch the show. We, we can't talk about Star Wars. I, if, I, okay. if I talk I about Star Wars, I'm going to get upset. I'm, I, except, I, except for the one Star Wars thing. I don't want to upset you. Well, it's just... Uh, we did a one of my shows, uh, The Good, The Bad, and the Ugly, which you should watch all the time. It's, you uh, should watch that. It's a lot of fun. It's a... Uh, it's it's a show where we take three comics under mm -hmm. some kind of theme. We all read the book, and then each of us like explains one book, you know, gives you the rundown, and then we decide which one's the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
That's a show. And uh, we did, uh, Jody Hauser had like an Age of the Republic run of mm-hmm. Star Wars books uh, that, that focused on, each issue was on a different prequel character. I hate the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, you and me both. Yeah, it's just, it's the worst. And, uh, and Dave Filoni is, a, is, you know, he's, a, he's professional and he's great, and he, but he's, he's he, for me, the best thing to do is ignore the prequels. But Filoni's like, no, 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 no. we got to explain slash apologize for the, spe- for, the, for the prequels. we got to fix them. And I'm like, the less used, the better. Like, the, it's not just that the prequels were bad, but those, the, like, the, the droids were stupid, and, like, the aliens were dumb. Like, there, there's nothing about the prequels that, like, works. And, like, all of the clones having the same voice, and the, Boba Fett inherits an accent when an accents are not genetic, it drives me nuts. Like just, just logic stuff makes me nuts. And uh, you know, the last thing I want to see is, is 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 a is a Doug, in anything. And then they put one in the special edition of the Blu-rays. Like I don't want to know what a Nemoidian is, and I do. And what are they? They're alien. They're they're race. They're racist alien stereotype people. Like I don't want to know what these things are, and they occupy space in my brain. And Dave Filoni comes in. He's like, actually, they were cool. And here's why. Like, you know, the Techno Union Army may have sound really dumb and he was looked like a like a steampunk frog, but like actually they're cool and here's why. No, don't don't explain it. Don't like justify why Darth Maul is actually cool. He's stupid. He was made to be the devil. Like he looks like the devil, so that you immediately don't trust him or like him, and then when he dies at the end of the movie, that's it. Like he's not a character. Don't give him a character. Star Wars makes me nuts because I love it so much and I'm, it makes me so crazy. <laughs> I've got to tell you that absolutely. I, I too, I, the first three. Yeah. Well, the first. The last three? The, no, the, the middle three. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. were my jam growing up. Right. I was, for my very first date was uh, the premiere of Return of the Jedi. No kidding. I took, I took a girl there. I took, here you go, Leslie Fitzgerald. <laughs> Welcome to to fame. Yeah, yeah, you're on <laughs> Leslie the show now. Fitzgerald and I went. It was on a Friday night. That's when movies open on Friday. Oh yeah. Uh, I had gotten tickets. I had somehow scored tickets. Nice. And I took her to go see it. And we were in the middle. We had beautiful oh. seats right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, this is bef- This is when you had to go and wait, like <laughs> wait on, in line, yeah. and we were waiting in line for about a half an hour. Not not that long. No, half an hour. Yeah, that's not bad. And we went and saw it. I I I, I did the old put yeah. the arm did the old and the arm around her shoulder, yep. but I didn't. And she, didn't see she, she yelled. She yelled at me for not kissing her. Oh, and why didn't you kiss me during the movie? So I'm like the Cause, movie because it, it was. That's from Jedi, man. Right, yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Um, but that's, I was 15 the last time I felt that way about Star Wars. Yes. I know what when you I mean. When I was 15, I, I had that that pure, unbridled love of it. Yep. And I was not, growing up, I was a comic book kid. Right. I was not a sword and sorcery kid. Yes. I was not. Neither was I. I was not a sci-fi kid. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi to to yeah, so was my Star generation. Wars, it's like Star Wars was the delineation. Yeah, because we had two thousand one, right. and that sucked. It was boring, and it was like, it sucked. I, by the way, and it's an achievement, and it's to try. Oh, of course, it is. But now, like, now I can appreciate it. But for when what you're it was, fifteen and you're watching two thousand one, you're like this sucks. Yeah, and if you and if you were like this is high art, you're pretentious. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, you don't deserve to be a fifteen year old, right? Or 
maybe you do, but in a back to tank. So um, yeah. it was either Star Trek or Star Wars. Yeah, and for and, me, Star Trek, I'm like, they're all talking. Yeah, nobody's blah, firing blah, any blah, lasers. Blah. Yeah. It was both Batman and Superman, right? And when I you're a kid, you love Batman. When you're an adult, you like Superman. Mm, when I, you're a kid, you love Star Wars. When you're an adult, you're like, eh, Picard's got something going. Yeah, well, the Kirk. Kirk was, See, was no. pretty badass. I like Kirk. I, I, I like movie Kirk. I, I could never get into the, the you know, TOS. I gotcha. But I did, but TNG is my TOS favorite. I got into in high school, mm. you know, because it was on WPIX back right. in the day. Hey, Channel and 11. not only that, but yeah, exactly, Channel 11. And... Um, 17 years, 16, 17 years old, you yeah. know, experimenting a little. Oh, sure. You know what I'm saying? And and you're like, this, this is, is making dope. sense. Right. You know? Yep, yep. Um, I don't recommend any 16 or 17-year-old no, smoke no, no. pot out there. No. Uh, but, um, yeah, that was... That was, was a jam. You had... Yeah, that was one of the other. your options. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was different enough. That was the other thing. I was like, I can't get into like Doctor Who or Star Trek. No. I'm, I'm already getting my ass kicked all day in school. I exactly. I, for liking Star Wars, and everyone likes Star Wars. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I just take it to that next level. Mm -hmm. I have a deeper appreciation for it. And then they come out, or, you know, Lucas doesn't do shit with the franchise. Nope. Nothing. 20 years, nothing. And. So we, we had to regurgitate everything just from those three. Yep. And, it and the was, books, you know, like over time, you know, you got Splinter and that was like, oh, this is awful. Uh, then you read like the, the Expanded Universe stuff. You got like mm -hmm. the Han Solo adventures. Yeah, and uh, you get Timothy Zahn doing stuff, which the, is... The Empire Trilogy. And you're like, wow, this this is starting to take off. Yeah, this yeah. is, you know, because I was, I was a huge reader, but... I never got into any of the... Like the Dune novels, or you weren't like a sci-fi No, like I said, reader, no. Yeah. But I, I would read horror. Sure. Yeah. Horror was very Stephen cool. King, whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. And there was no, nobody but Stephen King. That was me Stephen too, King and uh, John Saul. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the, the reason why this last Mandalorian oh, yeah. struck such a... Actually, the Mandalorian... Always. Yeah, both seasons. All of the Mandalorian. The first one, when I, I sat down and I watched it, I'm like, holy shit. And, and you know what? It's because Favreau is a couple years younger, maybe even at my age. Right. He knows. He, 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 he took knows a date exactly. to Star Wars 2. Yeah. And he saw the third one. Like, he didn't... He's not old enough to have seen, you know... Yeah. Yeah, he saw Return of the Jedi and was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he got it. Mm-hmm. And he won... He, he made that show that for me. Yeah, same thing. So he, he got my feels. Yep, yep. He got me too. And uh, that's what convinced me to go back and watch Clone The Clone Wars. Wars. Yes. Mainly because I did see the prequels, and I hated yeah. the prequels. Yeah. There were certain... There's like elements that are interesting. There are certain flashes of genius, but nothing... I wouldn't even call it genius. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, like I kind of dug, like, when you first see it, the, the, the fight, the fight, the lightsaber fight. Yes. Maul, Qui-Gon, and Obi-Wan. I'm like, this is pretty dope. And then you like watch it, and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Why is he doing that? Uh, but like, yeah, there's moments that are cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, the music is is excellent. Of course it's it Williams, is. Williams, he's doing it's an amazing sweeping. job. And I, like, when I when I listen to this, because I used to, as a kid, I got like this Costco three-pack of like all the CDs from the Star Wars trilogy. Uh, and like the bonus, you know, with like the, with Figure and Dan and the modal nodes playing all the songs. And, uh, you know, so I'd listen to Star Wars themes, their soundtracks, and then I got the Phantom Menace soundtrack before the movie came out. Because like, you know, they, they released the soundtrack first and I'm like, <gasps> like funeral for a, for a hero who dies, you know. But I'm listening to the soundtrack and it's, it's excellent. And each soundtrack was 
excellent. Mm-hmm. And I find myself like when I listen to Star Wars music, I listen to the prequel trilogy music because it's just so good. And it's your childhood. Yeah. Well, my child. Yeah. My my childhood I cultivated amongst like like my trilogy Star Wars. It's the real. It's the real trilogy. Mm-hmm. And. But I also front row sent, you know, I we had we had found the spot for Phantom Menace and mm-hmm. you know we're like yeah, and uh, and it was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> they like, disappointed. Oh the no, shit out it's of you. horrible. Like it, it's really bad. Well, when you saw uh, Attack of the Clones, yeah, I saw it. Um, yeah, I saw it opening day. I saw. Of course you did. I saw all three of them opening day. Um, by by Attack of the Clones, I was like, I think it's going to be very bad, and uh, it was worse. And then with Return of the Jet, with Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith. I was like, you fool me once, shame on you. Mm-hmm. And my friends were like, we'll pay for you. Like, we'll pay for you to go. And I'm like, all right. All right. Like, free ticket? Because I like, back in the day, I was a movie buff. I right. loved movies. I believed in theater. The spectacle. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I hate these movies. But, like, I'll I'll go to the theater. Especially if it's free. Um, yeah, man. But, like. And people go like, yeah, my my top three, you know, best Star Wars movies. It goes Empire, A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith. And I'm like, what the what is wrong with everybody? Yeah, seriously, I'm gonna slap you. Movie's for Revenge super of the Sith. bad. Like everything about that is terrible. His acting alone. Did you were, did you almost want to like turn yourself inside out from finding out that people think Hayden Christensen is really good? Like over the last, because mm-hmm. you heard the rumor, I'm sure I'm sure that like they're like, oh, Hayden Christian's coming back to play to be Darth Vader in the new Obi Wan show, and people were like, finally, justification, justice for Hayden Christensen. I'm like, have you ever seen him act? He's no, really bad. Actually, nobody's ever seen him. Right, act, he's because he sucks. He sucks, and I've seen him in not Star Wars movies, and he's really bad in. Well, them. I saw him in uh, what is Jumper? It, my, my life as a house. Right, my life as a house. Yeah, he's terrible. Awful. He's not good. And it's just like, and now he's like a farmer or something like that, which is like kind of ironic. Uh, but like, <laughs> too bad it's not moisture. Right. <laughs> so that would be full right? circle. But, uh, but it's just like, he's just really bad. No one in that movie is, is good at all. And like, like I like the Emperor in uh, Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think Ian McDiarmid did a great job. But, and, he, and he's like, by the third one, he, he, he's like a clown. Yeah, he's like, eh. Yeah, he's and like he's sticking doing, his tongue out. Yeah, he's doing, I don't need to see that shit. You know, and, and, of course, like the other problem, you know, Star Wars is a thing where it's like, like you, you know, like I thought we were never going to get more Star Wars mm-hmm. either. And it was like, and it was like, and then they were, there were more, you know? Yeah. Like I grew up during a time when the next Star Wars movie was Shadows of the Empire, which was not a movie. It was just like everything but the movie. It was like, you know, mm-hmm. soundtracks, action figures, comic books, tie-ins, coloring books, everything but the movie. And, uh, and I loved it. And it was a great book and fun comic. And, like, you know, I'm like, yeah, Star Wars. There we go. New Star Wars. Um, but, like, I had built up in my head, like, expectations, which could never be met. But, like, ideas about, like, these characters. And when you see them and, and you see what the original creator does with them, it's like, Yoda should never have a lightsaber for me. Like, Yoda's beyond a lightsaber. Lightsabers are tools of the Jedi Knights because they go out in the field and they do stuff. But, like, if you're a Jedi Master, like, the idea of the Force is, like, it, it's a religion. It's not, like, a cool thing you do. It's not a superpower. Like, you're not a superhero. You're a monk. He should have had a Shaolin spade. Right. That's that's exactly what he should have. For me, you're like, right. he should have a walking stick. Like, I, I always had this vision of, like, Yoda, like, dealing with a Jedi. Like, a, a dark Jedi back in the mm-hmm. day. They weren't called Sith. They were called dark Jedi. Where uh, a dark Jedi attacks Yoda. And Yoda, like just holds up his stick and it like catches the hilt of the lights of, of the lightsaber mm-hmm. where it's like no i don't i don't fight i because i would destroy you mm-hmm. because i just pick you up and like se- like separate you you know like i don't i don't need to fight you i'm i'm one with the force you know like i i, I left i left to this like mud planet not because i feel guilt over some dumbass thing 
I left because I'm too powerful because like I reached oneness with the, with, with everything. And I set, I just wanted to be part of it. You know, like I didn't want to kill myself. I just want to be part of the universe. So I went to this place where there's no technology to not get in my way. Like for me, Yoda is like a monk. He's not a, he's not an asshole clown that like fights people with backflips and yelling and like the same thing with the, with the emperor. The emperor has lightning. He doesn't need a lightsaber. He could sh like, that's why that's such a cool moment in Return of the Jedi. Cause Yoda, you know, cause Luke's like, I figured it out. It's like, you didn't figure out anything, man. Mm -hmm. You put on a black robe and you barely got out of Jabba's palace. Like that is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, but he's like, I figured it out. I could lift rocks. I got my black outfit. I got mine. I built a little my own lightsaber, which means I am fe I'm ready to go. And the emperor's like, you know, dick, boom, lights, mm -hmm. lightning. It's like no other Jedi should have lightning. Like when you, when you show Dooku boom, going, mm -hmm. you've ruined the big surprise in Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Cause the whole thing is like, I'm old. You can't beat me. And then like, you know, and, Yoda, and, and Luke's like, yeah, it's probably true. Burn. He, and he tries to hit him with a lightsaber and he's like, nope. Like that's, that's a, that's supposed to be like a pants shitting. Oh my God moment. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, as powerful as I am. You don't, I, you don't even I, know. I, like, I, yeah, there's, there are levels. Yeah. You don't even know. Like, and then it's like, man, I guess I should have been nicer to Yoda. Like, yeah. man, I didn't know any, it's like, it's like that moment where you realize your parents are not idiot, like man children who don't mm -hmm. know anything that you're like, oh, I guess they knew a thing or two. You know, it's that moment. And those, those prequels just don't care about those things. That's the whole thing, but they made them. Right. But they made so them. they're there, but they're there. And like, and the, I have to accept the fact the that is, they're there. Right. The one thing that I like about Filoni. Yes. And well, is that he's like, they're there and I have to, I have to make peace with it. Yes. I have to make <laughs> peace with it. So here's what I'm going to do. And this made make me go cool. back. Yeah. I had to go back and I had to watch Clone Wars because I had to see the show. what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, the Clone Wars, the um, Not the attack of the clones. Because that's the thing. For me, I always was like, oh, well, episode two be called the Clone Wars because that's what they are. Mm -hmm. It's like, nope, it's called Send in the Clones. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, Clone yeah. Wars, the show. And not the Tartoski show, although I thought I really enjoyed that. So did I. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. It is. It, it was very. Um, it was stylized. Very and, uh, anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very manga. Right. Yeah. It felt. It, it felt like something else. Like, yeah. And uh, it felt like um, um, Howl's Moving House. Oh sure, sure. Yeah. Like it felt almost like a Miyazaki kind yeah. of thing. I mean, it. You know. It, it, if Miyazaki was into Star Wars, uh, which <laughs> I I, he, he might have been, he might have been. He was very into like aviation and stuff. Yeah. He probably, I mean, because like, Lucas was a big like, oh, you know, World War Two, World buff. War Two yeah. aviation buff. That's why all the X wings sound like that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah. So you watch Clone Wars, and I got through. I I went through um, all seven seasons. Wow, back from the beginning mm -hmm. and watched it, um, and it's good. It's very good. Yeah, the key. Mm -hmm. Anytime you see Padme or Bail Organa yeah. on screen, it's next off. episode. <laughs> next episode. Right. Just Is it next episode? Yeah. Yeah. But there are um, like three or four episode vignettes. Right. Easily digestible, much like um, Star Trek shorts. Yes. Short treks. Oh, yeah. Short treks <laughs> for the Discovery area. Yes. Um, easily digestible. And it. It's a story. Yeah. It's got a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Right. And I love the fact that it's got a beginning, because they have to. Yeah, it has to. Well, yeah, yeah. But they, Disney was so smart. They did their season seven. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they wrapped Wars. it up. Yeah, they gave them, yeah, they gave them another season. Mm -hmm. Like, here's your season. Go it, it was a, a truncated season. It mm -hmm. was, I think, seven episodes. Yep. But we got to see what happened with Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka. Snips. Yes. And I loved when she first 
when I first saw her. Yeah. Um, and I watched the. Oh, nobody liked her. I remember. I remember when the show premiered, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Anakin gets a Padme," and everyone's like, "What?" And she was annoying, and nobody liked her, and now everyone loves her. That's just her own show. <laughs> but she grew. Yeah, but she grew and, up. Yeah. And guess what? We also got to see Anakin grow. Right. And that's the more tragic. That's that's it, what it's supposed to feel like. That's what you're supposed to get from the prequel. Exactly. And that's I'm telling you, this is why you yeah. should go and watch this. Yeah, because you're Cause getting the Star Wars that you were promised. I got the Star Wars that I was promised. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in Rebels. Yeah. And Rebels is great. I've watched at least one season of Rebels. <laughs> and I'm like, because I think there's like two. But No, uh, there's four. Are there four? Yes. Oh, my God. But uh, but I, I watched at least a season. And I was like, because I was like, when they, when they announced Rebels, I'm like, here we go. It's long enough I can start. I can ignore the prequels. We can just move on, mm-hmm. you know, and we can just deal with stormtroopers and stuff. Yes. And, uh, and, I, and I was like, this is cool. This is like, it's like, it's like PG rated Firefly. All right. Yes, <laughs> it is. And it's, it was, uh, it's. With, with a little Jedi in it. I, I would throw it out there as G.I. Joe. Yeah. But with a little more. Yeah. yeah. Bang, bang, well, zoom, I was, zoom. I was pretty convinced. I was like, okay, so Ezra, yeah, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vader's going to kill you at the end of the show. <laughs> And yes, and, I was, uh, I was, I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. He, I, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything. One. No, but, you uh, spoil nothing because I already know how. Because you know what happens, did that anyway. Yeah, right. That's um, true. So I know exactly what happens, but I also know that um, because of the Mandalorian, yes. because of that episode of the Jedi, right? That that Ahsoka makes it out. That, well, Ahsoka made it out, mm-hmm. but I also know that um, we're we're looking for Thrawn. Right. Yes, the Thrawn is in it. Oh, and yeah. I'm. Oh, Thrawn's I'm, in that show. What like, Mandalorian? No, uh, Rebels. Oh yes, very much. And so. he's cool. Like he comes across as very cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, like the way they talk about. I him. think we're gonna get uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Thrawn in the show. I think that would be very cool. I think uh, aside from me, I don't. I can't see them casting anyone else. But uh, yeah, you be you be a dope Thrawn. As long as you could carry no. that your slarmy on your shoulder. I could do that. But uh, would yeah. be a problem. He's cool. Yeah. He's very Hannibal Lecter-esque. He should be. And yeah. Yeah. Like one of the most badass of all the Of the Star Grand Admirals. Yeah. yeah. Of all the Grand Admirals. Yeah, of, of all. Of all both of, I don't know, there's the, I think we've ever seen a Grand Admiral. Just Although, let me tell you something, man. That trailer for um, Rogue One, when you when you don't know that Director Krennic is Director mm-hmm. Krennic and you think he's a Grand Admiral, and he's walking through that water, you're like, oh my God. Like, all the movies nailed the trailer. Like, Phantom Menace had a had a pitch-perfect trailer. Mm-hmm. The trailer hyped us all up. And then, you know, we knew. So, like, you know, forget it. Like, after two and three. then uh, But then that Rogue One trailer, I, amazing. Yeah, but the movie itself came yeah, it, it, it came as close to perfection as, it, as it, is possible. It was, it, I, I really enjoyed <laughs> it. I wanted it to be, I don't know. I was like, there was something missing. I wanted, I wanted something else there. You wanted something that uh, wasn't quite the downer. Yeah, I didn't want it to be quite as much of a downer, but if it's going to be one, like I wanted to like uh, Felicity Jones. Okay. Like I wanted a reason to root for her as opposed to just like, she's the, she, look at how sad she is. Feel bad for her. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I want to be sad that they're going to die. Um, but uh, K2SO, I was like, aw. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was that was the saddest part. Uh, and, we're, and I don't want to talk, <laughs> the, the sequels I can't even, I can't even talk about. Okay. Because like that, that makes people nuts. Like for as much I can, people are like, oh well, you're you're not you're not in your twenties, so you obviously don't like the prequels. But like, if you talk about the sequels in any regard, people will like hunt you down. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, I'm just not gonna talk about them. 
No, and, and we'll let them. But Mandalorian's lay. great. Mandalorian's fantastic. Mandalorian's that last everything. one. That last one, it, yep. it made me feel the way I felt. My wife and I, who, who she was, she grew up as a Star Wars fan too, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're watching that movie. We're watching that show. I don't want to spoil it, but like we're watching it, and we're like, when when the when the thing in, when when the vessel arrived, I'm like, could that possibly be who I think it is? <laughs> That's what I said the same thing to my wife, and my wife, even bigger Star Wars fan than I'm, right. Um, but she she cannot get over the uncanny valley. She I, is not. I couldn't either. My Tiffany was like, "Yes," and I was like, oh, "Couldn't they have made it look a little better?" I get it. <laughs> I I understand completely. Like, I think they did the best they could. I with think the, they did too. But it like, but you know, and you know why? It's not even like that. I wanted to find something. I was like, because I like it so much. I want it to be as perfect as I got the, the originals. Like I want to be able to just go like, I'm going to watch star Wars and watch episodes four, five, six and Mandalorian. Yeah. And then, uh, and, <laughs> and when it gets to the end of season two, be like, yeah. Or just watch uh, certain episodes, certain episodes of the- from season Mandalorian. Cause yeah. yeah, I'm just like, cause it's, I love that. It's that character. I love that. It's that moment. I wanted it to look real. I wanted it to be him, you know, and it is by the way, but uh, you know, I don't want to ruin, you know, the show. I, I don't care if you that's ruin it for so, those people. You're not ruining it for me. Unbelievable. But yeah, that moment was like, was like, well, yeah. It, yeah. So great. Anyway, but Mandalorian's great. It's, yeah, it's everything I've always wanted in Star Wars. And then, of course, but the, the problem I had, the only problem I had with Mandalorian was that there was too much Jedi stuff. Like, I've always just wanted a show about a dude with a ship who shoots people with a blaster. See, that's, and... You you didn't like Solo? Oh, I did kind of like Solo. Really? I okay. saw Solo, and I was like, this is dumb as hell. And I saw it on a plane for the second time, and I was like, you know, there's something to this. Like, it's not it's not bad. It's just not anything. That's how I felt. I watched the first ten minutes Yeah. when he was stealing a ship. Oh. Or stealing. Cut the whole beginning. Okay. Like, well, I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm like, I could go to Newark and just watch this unfold in front of me. Yes. So yeah, why would I want to? I, yeah. I don't want to waste my time with this. No. And I I was waiting for something to happen and mm-hmm. it didn't. And I'm just like, no. no. There's a great. Uh, there's a sequence I think they reshot entirely. Uh, that's just like made up. That stars Thandie Newton and uh, natural born uh, Woody Harrelson, and and that guy. And it's great. Like it's a train heist. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> like these characters should, are cool. That should have been all right. Chewie looks great, sounds great. You I mean, know, I love Dan, Donald Glover. He's I, great. I love Community. Yeah, I love Community too. <clears throat> Community's <throat> perfection. But, yes. Well, you know, at least at least a few seasons are. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, I take it as a whole, and I will take even the, uh, even I'll the ta- non. I'll take the uh, the gas leak. The season. gas leak season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was a few moments that I enjoyed from the gas leak year, but uh, on the rewatch, I'm like, I can see why this is not up to snuff and it never really got back for me I was like after the gas leak year and then Harmon came back I was like <laughs> it got really dark <laughs> like it, it opens dark and I'm like oh man he's mad <laughs> yeah he is really pissed off and I, I understood it yeah and I I got it yeah but uh, and that Yahoo sh- that Yahoo season's like, eh. like yeah it, it, it could be better um, but I want that movie though I so do I so much so. Nader too. So bring it back. Yeah, bring. Come on, community. Yeah, and uh, and get the get the Russo brothers to direct it. That would be yeah. They're 
they're not doing anything now, right? No, they they were working on like some like sleepy movie about like nobody and like so yeah, there's room, there's time. All right, cool. Go ahead. And you know how much a community movie should cost? About as much as a Punisher movie. It yeah, exactly. Like Two million dollars. Two million bucks. Joel McHale's going to be the and that's he's the only holdout. I who, mean, really. Who in the MCU should Joel McHale be playing? Good question. Right. Um, how about the Mad Thinker? Ooh, I like that. I like that. I've always thought of the Mad Thinker as like. Reed Richards, but even smarmier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, and, you know, he can be a good-looking... Oh, yeah, 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 why not? They're all good-looking, yeah. like in the MCU. Um, even Modox. I, I mean, even... Yeah. Uh, Anim Zola. Yeah. Uh, Toby, what's his name? He. I mean, he's Zola. He's yeah. great. He's great, too. Yeah, but you, he's, uh, he looks like a teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the, uh, the Giancarlo Esposito rumor that he might be Doom? That would be phenomenal. <laughs> That would be amazing. He would be, but no, I I I would rather him not. Right, mainly because I, I'm I'm going back on on myself because he's more. I loved him in Breaking Bad. He's right. more bureaucratic. Yes. He's more, you know, making calculating. The, yes, making the the watch. Mm-hmm. Doom has to be fiery. Yep. Doom no has patience. To, no patience for anything. I mean, we got a little bit of that from him as a. Whatever his name is. As the Grand Moff? Yeah. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Yeah. Grand Moff Gideon. Yep. He's, he's not a Grand Moff. I'm no, sorry. No, no. Just a Moff. Just a Moff. Like George Rod. Just a Moff. <laughs> but uh, I, I, yeah, he's like, he, he's playing with the role. He's having fun. Um, I, I was like, I want Reed and Doom to be the same age, though. Mm-hmm. And then I heard someone pitch this rumor. Not rumor. There's this idea. They're like, oh, well, you know, the, the the you know we got the news that Fantastic Four are finally coming to the mm-hmm. MCU. Uh, a lot of people are. I've heard a thousand people suggest the rumor that uh, they're from the '60s. They're like you know they're the challenge of the unknown. Like it's just like they they were these '60s cosmonaut explorers. You know not really cosmonaut, but you know like classic like mm-hmm. oh like we're the, the lost in space, and uh, they fall in a you know in the quantum realm or something, and they come out and it's like. And, you know, so like they're cemented in the '60s, but they're they show up now, and that's why there's been no Fantastic Four, but why they're already a family and mm-hmm. they already have their powers. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever you want to do, just put them in, just just get the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four in." I don't care how you explain it, but uh, you know that they're like Giancarlo Esposito could be played like they were peers, and then Doom like trapped them in another dimension mm-hmm. and he aged yeah, that's <laughs> so that when they bad. come out they meet up with him and it's like he's doomed now and he's old but he didn't expect them to have powers they no. were yeah he like dropped them yeah he like some yeah yeah like maybe he he sabotaged their ship yeah and it gets bombarded by cosmic rays and he's like okay well they're dead and then they fall into a wormhole or something and they end up someplace else like the negative zone mm-hmm. and they've been dealing with denialists the whole time Cool. Yeah, right. and they they've honed their powers that way. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Then they then they come here, and you know, like Reed thought he was progressive for the time, but it turns out he's a fossil now. You yeah. Know? He's like, come on, darling, let's do. You know, Sue is like, ooh, like agency. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this like is nice. You know, and uh, and we're in our twenties. You know, like that. But that'd be really cool. Um. But that's that's a good just that's a good explanation, I think, as any. But uh, yeah. I, can't I, li- I like that rumor. I can't wait like to do him. Yeah, Doom in the MCU, man. But I, I want someone who's you can find somebody who's fifty who's got that gravitas. Oh, totally. There's yeah. so many out there. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you know, it'd be really cool. Mm. Have uh, Doom fall into the same one yeah. and come out on the other side as uh, Peter Dinklage. Ooh, 
That's right. Jesse. Well, isn't he? He's a, he's a, what's it called? He's he's the dwarf guy from Infinity War. True, but but like he was play, play, yeah, he can play, play both. He's he's versatile. Yeah, yeah, and he was also uh, Trask. He was Bolivar yes, he's Bolivar Trask. I heard um, there's one pitch that I heard for Doctor Doom that I love that Lena Headey should play Doctor Doom. She'd be fantastic, Victoria Von Doom. That would be great because yes, and right. Why wouldn't you? Because she's just so cool. What? And she would she would wear the mask. Yeah. You know, she'd be like, oh, well, you know, that, that that's the way to get. Because in Dread, she wore that scar. Yeah. You know? I think she would be fantastic. And if you did the gender swap, yeah. it would make a lot more sense for why she hated you could You could go that angle with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like he spurned her advances, that right? bastard. Yeah, how dare he? How dare he? <laughs> All I need to do is be beautiful again, and then yes. you want me. That's one way to go with it, but Heidi would just would just yeah. she would oh. chew up that scenery, right? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't know, but uh, Disney should buy DC. I think yeah, Disney buy DC. <laughs> that's, um, that's our takeaway. Yeah, Sal, I want to thank you for being here. I want to uh, thank you for having me, man. Not at all. It's been two hours of pure fun. It has been. Yeah, we did it. I know Ming was like, "There's no, no." <laughs> yeah, we're like, I, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I know. Well, he's smarter than I am, so yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, <laughs> folks, too. thank you so much. I'm gonna go and turn us off. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know when we're going to do I Sell Comics again, but we, damn it, we will. Yeah. And we're going to have this knucklehead on again. Why not? So thank you so much for listening and watching with us.